0: I mean, first of all, this guy's Greg Abbott, is such a fucking coward. I hate him with every bone in my body. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing my best. Why is it that, like, we in this simulation can't get a fucking break?
1: I mean... <laughs>
0: Yeah, the world in general. Yes, it's just... I'm talking thing. about the world. Obviously, we yeah. I sit in a fucking place of comfort and privilege. Casey, I'm trying to move these wires. Don't get mad at me. It um, just has been thing I'm just after saying, thing. Yes, after it's just yeah. relentless. Yeah. And like, it's just... And it's never... It, it doesn't seem like there's
1: ever an ending. Yeah. Or... I feel like... I, I know this isn't true. I know it's just, it was my awakening and awareness. But like, I feel like since Columbine, we haven't had like a, one full peaceful week. All right. I'm going to say something in this world. I'm going to say something. What?
0: Because Leanne, my sister. What's up, Leanne? Doesn't listen to the podcast. Because um, <laughs> Leanne at that time worked at the news station in Arizona it was her job, her first job out of college. She was like a producer of the news. like news. <laughs> well, she was, a, she was a producer of the commercials for the news.
1: Got it. Got she it. She
0: produced like the commercials. Promos. It's like yeah. promos. She was a promo producer. Exactly. Among other things. Um, she won awards.
1: Yeah, she's an Emmy award-winning producer. Producer. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That was the start.
0: Like column. It's interesting that you say that because my sister and I've talked about it. I was in college. I was a sophomore in college. But that was like really one of the very first like we watched it all unfold in real time, like news cycle things. Like 24-hour news cycles hadn't really Taken off in the way that I mean, it exists now, which is just incessant and right constant, right. yeah. And I guess that you know, it's not exactly like a chicken and the egg situation because atrocities have always existed. We know this, right? Like, yes, obviously, yeah. things have happened, but there is a certain part of it that does feel. Some of it does feel a bit driven slash exacerbated. And I think that, like, we just see that, right? Like, Trump was doing yeah. things to get a reaction. Yeah, to, I think like, that capture his, the
1: news cycle.
0: Yeah, I think, like, his BFF Putin is not dissimilar. Yeah. In yeah, that way.
1: It's really interesting because I think, like, prior to Columbine, we saw the OJ trial was the first thing where like the media just like it, it correct court, but like court but even TV then though was simmering and yeah you know, but so even then the like people time-
0: were glued to the tv for the for the for the verdict and they were glued to the TV in the ensuing aftermath and and like well the the chase Chase. it was like yeah the high-speed car chases
1: the trial low-speed yeah 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 low-speed chase yeah it wasn't a high-speed chase at all but that was the first time I'd ever seen a TV network basically become like the OJ network you know like court TV uh you know basically became like a 24-7 channel that was devoted to this one case. And that was the first time I'd ever, I, again, like my awareness, it could have existed before. No, but it didn't though. It seemed like a light bulb went off in someone's head and they were like, oh my gosh, this is like so much content for us. I told you what I heard,
0: <laughs> read, someone told me. <laughs> We I just don't saw know.
1: a meme. I just saw a meme about that about how someone's like they're constantly telling their husband that they read something or that their friend. Told and it's them a something and it's from a-, a podcast.
0: <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me right now. I originated that <laughs> in the late '90s, early 2000s when I used to say things to people like, guys. I read this really interesting article in The New Yorker or on PerezHilton.com. And like, because the truth was like, I would, I just consumed, so we all consumed yeah. so much. And back then I consumed tr- highbrow and lowbrow. Yeah. And uh, and I never knew where I got my information from and I still clearly don't. And I bet we could research this. Sorry, my boob, I'm PMSing, my boob is falling out of my bra. So guys, you can't see this, but you Casey can, can, can on the this, Zoom. But I'm like yeah. adjusting my my Titties right now. I've
1: seen you adjust your boobs before. you've seen my boobs <laughs> uh, full
0: stop but anyway, that CNN wanted to know how to get the kinds of ratings that ESPN and sports sports night and sports right. Zone were getting. And so they basically like watched the show, the producers, and then decided to follow the template of SportsCenter, which that rundown was like this for five minutes, this for five minutes, this for three minutes. But right now it's this. And and having like the two people talking about, oh, my God, it's our friend Melissa Bell from Vox Media. This is where I got this from. Oh, okay. Vox Media, guys. Not Fox. Vox. Not Vox with a V, not Fox with an F. The good O-X. Anyway, um, and essentially, they turned politics and tragedy into sport. Right, right. And that is where, why, and we are where we're at right now, culturally, Right, we've all been sort of tricked into thinking about these real, impactful life issues, right? As a thing that can be like debated, and that it's it's like you can have your opinion, and it's I can have talk. It's water cooler talk, but also yeah, like we can get real angry about
1: you know, yeah. Yeah, it's really weird and it's been weird to me to see um it's been weird to me to see just how much this conflict, Putin's a- aggression on Ukraine and uh how it's how it's playing out and we're just watching everything. We're watching like sky views of convoys. One of the reasons why it's particularly strange is because I know there have been many conflicts in the world that have not been followed or covered at all like this. And right. so it's a little bit it's a little bit weird. Our friend Ashley Nicole Black um tweeted how she's just thinking about all of the other victims of war that we didn't pay any mind to and how it's it's kind of um It's kind of jarring to see, you know, not that Ukraine doesn't deserve all of our support and our prayers, but just a really, really similar scenarios have played out elsewhere in the world and have not been followed this way. So it's kind of jarring and, and I can imagine that. A lot of people. I have a lot of feelings surrounding um, what we're seeing right now. My main feeling is like not my main feeling. That's the wrong way. I'm a little creeped out at the way that people turned President Zelensky into like, oh my god, a celebrity. I'm so
0: glad that you, br- Casey. I mean, he, this <laughs> is why we're friends. This is, he I was swear a celebrity. to celebrity.
1: He was a no, no, no. celebrity.
0: But like into like a hot
1: daddy hero. It's yeah. so gross. I'm I like, can't.
0: he's just you trying guys. to live. He's just
1: trying to survive. Guys, like, what are we doing?
0: Oh my God, Casey. Truly. <laughs> I fucking forgot that I wanted to say this. But like, all of a sudden I was like, why are people sexualizing this? Like, and this is what a hero is. And like, and also it's like, I don't know. By the way, like, I would like for um, men and women who are leaders of countries to not have to, like, literally strap on a bulletproof vest and go into combat in order for us to say that their actions are heroic. You know what I mean? I would like some, like, climate
1: change situations. Some, like... It's just so weird because it's, it's so like, weird. here's the thing. And, and like, it's hard to articulate. And, and also guys, if you did, po- if you posted like a Zelensky, like hot
0: daddy photo or just like, we're not coming, whatever. For you. I'm not coming for you at all. Like bless. Like I saw some of them and I was like, yeah. Definitely. He's a Delf.
1: He's a good looking guy. But it's like, here's, um, you know what's interesting? I always think of my friend Danny who worked at Watch What Happens Live who was like at one time in charge of um, the audience, bringing the audience into. And he said something that I think is so wise and applies to so many things beyond the audience of Watch What Happens Live. He encouraged people to have a sense of occasion. You know, Mm. like if someone's telling a a sad story, it's not a time to like, LOL and yell things out. You know what I mean? If someone's telling a funny story, then we're supportive and we clap and laugh. But he always used the phrase sense of occasion. And I thought it was so smart. And that's largely what I think is like... (laughs) Kind of missing from the online discourse, and like I get it, like people are like, I'm just fucking around, but it's it's kind of weird to me. Like I I tweeted yesterday that like it this war isn't like a meme opportunity, and Zelensky isn't the entertainment. You know, like he's trying the lead, to lead the lead actor, the lead yeah. character. Oh yeah, God, I just messed character. it up. Like I'm yeah. like a mom. I'm so sorry,
0: guys. <laughs> but, I just messed you know, it up like my mom
1: yeah well that's okay we are moms and we will do that increasingly I, I can feel it um, but yeah that's it's been weird for me because I'm just thinking like I'm praying that this guy lives that he doesn't get bombed or killed yeah, and like then I'm just thinking about what if like I posted like a hot zaddy pic of him and like an hour later the worst happens like do you know what I mean does anybody I don't know it's so weird is this weird. thing just, on hello (laughs) is this thing is this thing on so weird but I also I'm with you like that being said it's totally normal to have sex dreams about chef Jose Andreas because oh my god I fucking love (laughs) Jose
0: Andreas I love him so much I just love him so much I know it's
1: nuanced and it's complicated and it might not make sense to everyone but I think it's okay to have involuntary feelings about chef Jose Andreas that you just keep close in your heart, whereas I'm a little creeped out by the fetishization. Is that a word of President yeah, Zelensky? The fetishization, yeah, yeah, and and just all Ukrainian citizens with you know that are like fucking fighting for their lives. I mean, listen,
0: it's been it's been tough. It's been a t- it's been a tough time. I mean, it just I can't has been a tough time, and it's, it's and it's hard. Here's the thing, case, and I really do think this is true. Like, I don't think I've posted anything on Instagram for a couple of days because it is hard. You know, I I I follow my own rules about these things, where I'm just yeah. like, when I feel like you know, but it's hard to know in this current cultural climate. It's almost like hard for even. The best of us.
2: The best yeah. of
0: us. I'm not including myself in that. I just mean all of us, that everyone.
1: Yeah. Our better natures. Our
0: better nature to understand what is appropriate. Because we have been so mind fucked, especially in the last decade, yeah. by the 24 hour news cycle, by what is entertainment, by what is a human story, by what is worthy of attention and what isn't. And like, we've been asked to pull apart all of these things and also be participatory in a system that like, is being invented as it goes. Right. A social construct, social media That is, like, we are the inventors of, we are deciding how it goes, but we're largely influenced by popular culture and celebrity and, like, what we see businesses and other people doing and, like, the default to making an LOL. I mean, yes, the thing your friend at Watch What Happens Live said is a hundred, like, should be put on the front page.
1: Yes. Of... have a yeah, sense a sense of occasion, of occasion. solemnity. Like be appro- Is that the so- word? No, I mean, yeah, appro- uh, appropriateness, solemnity. Th- these are all things that I think are like weirdly like they've just fallen by the wayside. And I know I sound like such a schoolmarm, but like if you can't be solemn about one single thing, I'm I'm worried. You know, I'm wor- I'm worried. Well, it's,
0: it's the, it's the thing, right? Like it's sitting in uncomfortable feelings, which like, that's the, that's the fucking trick of life. I was accused recently by someone in my life of not being able to like, sit with uncomfortable feelings. And I was like, motherfucker, I'm all uncomfortable feelings. (laughs) Why do you think I'm crying so much? Oh my gosh. I can sit with being uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like it. Right, Who right. Does?
1: Well, I get it. You know, I mean, like that's that's the whole reason anyone go- gets into comedy is because, like, it's you know, you're just trying to like ward off uncomfortable feelings constantly. But I do think, uh, just for me, like I've really had to stay off social media because it has just been bumming me out. Like, it, and listen, I sound like the biggest asshole in the world right now. The, social media has been bumming me out. Like, what a dick. Um, but, you know, I just, I feel like this is like serious shit that's going on and the world is in danger and people are scared. And like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying it, it feels like... um you know, it feels it feels not good for me to consume. Right. I agree. Because uh, here's what
0: I've been struggling with, too. You know, my preferred social meds is Insta. But yeah. here's what I've been struggling with, too, the last few days. It's like, I don't really have anything that I feel like posting. You know yeah. what I mean? But then beyond that, like, people's posts, like, promoting things feel really weird to me in this moment yeah. as well. Yeah. And I don't think anyone needs to do, like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't want, I don't think people need to be, like, inundated with, like, horrific images either. Like, I think that thing, I read something really interesting that was, like, when people say, like, well, you can't look away from the atrocities. It's like, well, sure. Like, implying what? That by just inundating yourself with horrific images, that is somehow going to change the inherent privilege that you've been born into. It doesn't change anything. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you need to be able to know what your limit is in order for you to not get overwhelmed and shut down, which I think feels like maybe a little bit what you're experiencing as well.
1: Right, right. Well, it would be interesting to me to sort of, you know, and and I get it. We, you know, we have a responsibility to be aware of what's happening and to, you know, to inform ourselves. I think we do. Some people don't. Some people don't think they have any responsibility to, to have any awareness. But I, I think do, some people just are like, can I be honest? I think
0: some people are just really fucking self absorbed idiots.
1: You know <laughs> Yeah, what I mean? or just they're like checked out or whatever for whatever reason. Like I can't I can't know. And and it's a case by case basis of why people, you know, choose to to not jump into the fray. Um, but what I do wonder is is it long-term damaging? Like, I would think that you're only... I, I would think that you're not really meant to see horror and atrocity. You know what I mean? No, like, it's why... That's like, why you have, like, a human reaction to it yes. when you see it. So I would wonder if seeing it repeatedly every time, because now we have the technology and someone is always poised at an atrocity with a camera ready, um, and or sometimes video if seeing everything all the time is somehow contributing to the the you know, the glibness, I'm not to to quote Tom Cruise, um, you know, that we're the just desensitization. Like, yeah. Desensitization. Yeah, and just like and I wonder what that does to us as well because it's you know it and i'm not one of those people that's like oh video games cause violence or violent music causes violence or violent tv and film causes you to be violent but i do wonder if it does sort of like you know rewire your brain a little bit
0: well that's what i'm saying too i think we've all been rewired since the late 90s, early 2000s. And if you were born in the early 90s or early 2000s and are listening to this, and you don't know any different. Like, you know what I mean? You don't know a time where you went hours and hours during the day and you like didn't know. Things. Right. right. And it was okay. Like it was actually just okay. Like you yeah. didn't know where your mom was or yeah. when yeah. your mom was coming home Yeah, and you like, that was fine. And then when a, a major world event happened, like you would find out at 5 PM.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Unless, unless it your was parents like parents
1: would like um, talk to you about it.
0: Yeah. Unless it was like a major, major world event. And then right. they would like cut into your television program. Right, yeah, why I mean it's
1: it's interesting, it's wild times, yeah, and I just think that, like, gosh, like society is just moving so fast, you know, now that I'm talking about like violent television shows, you know, like how the the realism in television just didn't exist, like when our parents were watching television, Wait. and then like, Casey,
0: you've what? watched Freaks and Geeks, right, yes. Okay. Guys at home, if you haven't watched Freaks and Geeks, first of all, what are you doing with your life? But secondly, you watch it. Yeah. You should watch it. You'll see Baby Me, 19 years old and 20, 19 and 20 on that show. And I mean, I pretty much look like Birdie. It's crazy. Yeah. If I didn't know me, I would think like maybe I had work done. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not kidding. I feel like I look so different in so many yeah. ways. Yeah. But, cool. um, What happens? Get older. What happens when you grow? Anyway, um, but to illustrate your point, Casey, the third episode of the series was Kim Kelly is my friend, in which you get to go home with my character, Kim Kelly, who's like Lindsay Weir's new friend, and you're sort of unclear about her motivations. She's a little bit like, she's like from like kind of like a tough family. Yeah. she They don't have a lot of money. Um, my mom played by the incredible Ann Dowd. Yes. Back in 1998. Um, and like a situation happens at Kim's house and... Kim and Lindsay end up like having to like run out of the house and the parents are like screaming and chasing them and it's like all very chaotic and wild and yeah. whatever. NBC. Now, this is not, this was not a kid's show. I mean, it was like, I guess whatever. It was on primetime TV, but like not like date. I mean, it was not early yeah, show. Yeah. You know, it was on at like, I think 8 p.m. or yeah. something. NBC thought that episode was too violent Wow. for TV. And they didn't air it. Wow. Originally. Huh. That episode, and I was like clearly devastated because also you find out like the whole character's backstory and then like lots of her behavior makes sense moving forward. Right. But if you're like missing that little chunk of it, you're just like, what's wrong with that She's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. She's just a dick. Um, but NBC said it was like too, it was too harsh and too violent and they wouldn't, and they wouldn't air it. And so... That's
1: insane. Yeah. To especially think about that, that's like, like 1999. Especially since like, I mean, I'm not being, I'm not, I'm not joking around. That type of chaos is like the representation of that type of chaos. That is how most of my friends grew up. Truly. That's how you know like that uh so like kudos for representing that i'm sure a lot of people did but yeah i mean it was a chaotic right. time
0: and then in a, but but by the way so they wouldn't so they never aired it yeah and then when they burned off like i think that they were canceling the show or the show was being canceled and they hadn't aired like four episodes or something and so like yeah. in the summer They just, like, burned them off, you know, where they just, like, air them all one night, basically. Um, They edited Kim Kelly as my friend and, like, took out parts of that scene and the parents and all this stuff and aired it. And it wasn't until I, I think that that, like, edited version... Was what went to another network, like because it got picked up to run in in reruns, like I think on IFC. Okay, I can't remember if IFC used that edited version or the original one, but it the version that's out there now, I think, is the original, is the true. It's the true Kim Kelly as my friend episode. But wow, it's so crazy. Okay, in comparison, you know, Bernie watches tv shows by themselves like all the time on their computer like all kids are just like constantly watching shit yeah and so i guess birdie had started watching shameless per someone's recommendation have you ever watched that show i've not watched it but i watched i remember like some of the first season but i don't really remember it but birdie's like breezing through it and then last night was like i went in to the room, and Bertie was like a little, like shaken up, and I was like, "What? What? What's going on?" And Bertie's like, this is "A really disturbing thing on Shameless," and then describes what is truly one of the most fucking horrific things I can even imagine for a thirteen-year-old. Oh God, was like the boy, like this the, one of the kids. The boy is is gay, and he's like at his boyfriend's house, and they're together in bed. And the dad comes home and then finds them, beats the two of them up. Oh my god. And gosh. then like ties the one kid up and forces his son to have sex with a prostitute. I mean, what? Oh my what? God. Guys, have you watched the show? I don't know. I'm. I think it's a good, I think people love the show. I'm just saying my 13 year old, I maybe should have. I didn't think that that was going to be in there.
1: Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Well, it's it's difficult, you know. I, it's difficult because kids have all these devices and they're, you know, like, it's hard to manage the media. Of, I know,
0: but like, also, can I just say, from like the billboards that I saw for years in L.A. of Shameless, you would, you did think. I think that there was going to be a scene where like I, two boys hooking up?
1: A dark like, psycho sexual.
0: Yes. What the uh, fuck? Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't know. So yeah. when Birdie's like, I think I'm watching Shameless now. I was like, Oh yeah, I know Emmy. We used to do LeckFit together. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? I didn't yeah. like. I had no idea. Well, now I have to fucking Google. <sighs> All I'm saying Ooh. is, Kim Kelly as my friend was too controversial. It was too spicy for TV. But here we are, 20 years later, and like this, my kid, I have to talk to my child about this trauma that they witnessed. I'm
1: like, good fucking Lord. Oh my gosh. Good Lord. It's so weird. It prints to bring up my favorite topic. How would we not? He did not believe in watching anything violent at all. Like people are are always telling stories about how they would like go to his house for a party and he would have like Finding Nemo play. I mean, Finding Nemo is kind of violent in a way, but it's like, oh my God, it's
0: horrifying. All the babies are murdered. (laughs) The mom cartoon, and babies are murdered.
1: Cartoon fish. But you don't see it. But, uh, you know, people always kind have of stories do. of how he would, like, be playing up in the background of some party. Uh, he just didn't believe that you are supposed to consume violence. Well, or I,
0: I'm with Prince. And, you trauma. know, that's why I, I do not watch horror movies ever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I won't watch them. Yeah. I used
0: to kind of watch them when I was, like, young. Yeah. But... I have no room in my brain for atrocities and horror that's been thought up by some, like, you know, a white dude named Chad. You know, like, I just can't. I'm not like watching
1: those movies at all. I I would have been in so much trouble. I didn't have cable at all until I was an adult because, um, I, not even, we couldn't have afforded it. We couldn't have afforded all these channels or whatever that they have. But they didn't, like, where I lived was so rural that they just didn't even have cable. Like, it wasn't available to um, bring the cable up the road to where I lived. But I would have been in so much trouble because the second I ever went to anyone's house that had cable, I was, like, all over. I watched, I think, I was maybe six six or seven years old, and I watched with my teenage aunts, Jaws and The Exorcist in one night. No. Yeah. No. And they were, I mean, they were teenagers. They were young teenagers, so they were like, this is fine. They were like, they probably shouldn't have been watching it themselves, you know, but we all watched it, and then I was like, I don't feel good after. No. they were like, I hate that don't tell your mom that we let you watch this um but i would have been in so much trouble i was constantly like i was like caroline drawn to the tv
0: i also was drawn to the tv and i watched <laughs> you know i watched a lot of three's company and yes. saved by the bell and yeah. belvedere
1: and Aww. uh fact shout out Life. to bryce beckham do you know bryce beckham no wesley from mr belvedere no oh my god he's great he's grown up now he's still an actor and a really that's cute best i love that guy
0: well i was watching those things never was into horror movies was very into uh, my favorite movie of all time can't buy me love which my friend bonnie on instagram does these like amazing deep dives into like movies and pop culture from our yeah. childhood and teen years. Yeah. And uh like she does these stories where she like it's almost like you of course remember pop up video. Yes. It's almost like Bonnie's own Instagram story version of pop up video kind of I where love she it. like interjects facts that like she is curious about as she's rewatching the movie and then yeah. like looks it up and finds it. And then the next slide is that. Anyway, you can go to Bonnie's Instagram if you want because she saves them in her favorites. Hold on. I'll tell you. I think it's just Bonnie Morrison. Let's look, Bonnie. <laughs> um, oh, it's Fierce Grandma. That's Fierce what Grandma. It is. Okay. Grandma. Yeah. Fierce Grandma. Bonnie Morrison. She's the best. She's I so smart. She's like just has the most brilliant thoughts and feelings about things. <laughs> Pop culture, political climates,
1: yeah, social activism, she's all over it. I really um, wish we lived in less interesting times and to anyone that is uh that has loved ones in Ukraine Just sending love and sending love to everyone that's like, you know, talk about Gen X deja vu, like being on the fucking brink of, you know, a madman with his, his access to nuclear weapons. Not a great feeling to revisit. No. Not a great, not a great feeling um, to revisit something that we just lived with every day. Like what... What a fucking weird time! We all just came home from school, wearing our little uh, front door keys around our necks, made ourselves some cheese toast in the in the toaster oven while our parents were at work, and or American you know, cheese nachos in the yeah. microwave. If you or me, yeah, <laughs> and then just okay. uh, sat around watching Donahue and Oprah, worrying about nuclear war. <sighs>
2: And here what, we are
1: again Here we are again Yeah
0: Bertie's been very concerned about yeah. the nuclear war of it all Plus there are kids in Bertie's class who are both Ukrainian Ugh. And there are kids that are Russian Yeah Because Bertie goes to like sort of a an international school yeah. here Yeah And
1: Oh boy Oh boy It's a lot. It's it's a lot. lot. Yeah. I know a lot of um, Ukrainian Americans, and I've been just following closely uh, everything that they've been saying Mm -hmm. and, you know, and and trying to, you know, just trying to do whatever, trying to like amplify voices that I feel like are helpful, all of that stuff. All that stuff. Ooh, guess what I'm doing for the next two days? Not enough. What are you doing? I just, I rejoined Cameo for oh, two
0: days because they're doing, I think for the next eight days, people on Cameo are um, donating like all of the money to, well, you can choose to. Some people can yes. do it. yeah. To Choose Love, which is an awesome organization. Oh, great. Um, That I've donated to in the past and actually like they provide, they have such a cool thing. Do you know what they are? They're based out of the UK. No, it's it's like for so. refugees. It's like, it's, it's help, um, and supplies for refugees. Oh, but good. Okay. Like you can do this cool thing where you can like, oh, you know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like Heifer Foundation. Okay. You know, like Heifer, you like send a goat or you right, send right, right. like a cow right. or whatever. Heifer. On, it's not. Is it Heifer? It's, it's Heifer. I always I it, worked, he- it heifer. I know, me too. So funny. And then I did a campaign for them a couple of years
1: ago. And they told you. And I was corrected. That's so interesting. Well, anyway, yeah. the, I, I'm glad you're if saying If you think that it's because Heifer, you are not alone. You're not alone. That's what I would have known It is actually yeah. heifer. The heifer, heifer. That's how they say it. Foundation is how I'd always heard it. So I'm glad you're saying that. Now we can... It's a real... Kiev 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 situation. it's a really tegan Taigan. you know, tegan, know what I mean taigen yes speaking um, of speaking of those the, the tegan legends I just want to shout out they <laughs> are a couple that has I believe a sense of occasion they've been doing what they did at the beginning of the pandemic and just using their their powers for good good i new york city is having a real moment right now huh it doesn't
0: even it just feels like directly outside of my window is having a moment i don't even know if it's new york city or if it's just right here
1: that's so interesting i never heard a siren like that that was just like that warbly i have because it's when they get stuck behind traffic and they're like yeah it's it's Uh like their version of okay well i hope and then they just sit there with that yeah. Siren on. Yeah. So I hope fine. everything's okay. Um I mean, Casey, you it's, know everything's not okay. Yeah. No. I know. I know. Um Yeah. So you so you are doing cameos to raise money for choose love. Yes. That's very cool. Have you done any yet? I did one. Okay.
0: I just announced it. And I'm just okay. doing it for two days. I'm doing it for two days because I can't. I only have the time, like, when the kids are at school and and these next two days, I, like, don't have a ton of other stuff. Yeah. Um, scheduled. Like, yeah. It, really, it really feels like the siren is not going anywhere. It's like, sir, do you need to keep the siren on?
1: Yeah. New York City is rough because, like, everywhere else you can pull over to let a siren by. But you can't always do that in New York City.
0: I know, but this is weird. is annoying to me
1: yeah now it's annoying (laughs) to me well I'm just glad that we're not adding to it by my new neighbor a dog the size of an angry horse like it sounds like if a if a really upset horse could bark oh no ginormous and um this is like the first time he has stopped barking in in all week all week well he's like don't worry about it I sent some sirens to New York (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's really contributing to the peacefulness of the neighborhood Um, I'm sure the people that brought him home have their reasons I'm sure they love him very much Uh, they could bring him inside once in a while but maybe he's too big to go in the house because he's horse-sized but yeah he's uh, that's my new neighbor We've, uh, we haven't befriended him yet, but I'm just glad that he's not barking in addition to the sirens. I'm sure he'll make it. Should I go on the Citizen app? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening, guys? Well, oh, wait, wait. It stopped. It went away? Like, abruptly stopped. The Citizen heard you saying that. <sighs> Citizen app is I the know, most. I know, I know. We find I it mean, shady. It's, it. it is the, it is the best evidence that we're living in a simulation, I think including just now when you said you're going to open it and then suddenly the sirens stop. Coincidence? Probably. But feels like it's not. I feel like, oh, I feel
0: like I, now I'm going to try to find out. What it was? was Yeah. Wait, here's what's so crazy. What? One of the things that I just unpacked here. Yes. In Casa Kismet Is the Ginger's Rejuvenating self-care kit Yes Because it had been delivered To me a while back But it was Just like sort of I was like Oh I don't need a new Bottle of the oil yet Like Right I- I'm good on my oil So I didn't open it Not really understanding That it was like Its own a whole thing like, Whole thing So then yesterday or two days ago when I was like unpacking things and going through things and I was like, oh my gosh, it's thank goodness because I didn't, my original bottle of ginger got packed. (laughs) So I was like, ah, thank goodness. Like I knew that I had this other little thing, right? Right. But here's what it is. There's a mini diffuser. So good. So I like this classic a lot, but like... To be real, occasionally, like, there are, like, smells that waft in.
1: Yes. People are cooking in your building and it's I New can't. York City. Yeah. New York yeah. City.
0: yeah. So, I pulled out the ginger, diffuser. like, little diffuser
1: thing. The yeah. mini, it's mini. It's teeny tiny. It's so small. Yeah. It's... Yeah. You can and, take it anywhere.
0: Oh, my God. And it's amazing because... I charged it up and it goes and into any room with you. Yeah. And I actually like put it in the closet for a while just to make everything smell really like delicious. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. I know. Well, sorry.
1: I mean, I, <laughs> yes. I, I think it's smart too. I think it's smart too. I love the little um, diffuser too. I bring it with me everywhere because I just, you know, it just smells like home. And so that's, that's comforting to me. So well, you I've know, been bringing we, it have been talking
0: about ginger oil for a long time. I'm highly recommending this rejuvenating self-care kit. You know, we
1: love ginger oil, super high quality ginger oil, little dropper cap. It's already pre-mixed with carrier oil. So you can use it right on your skin. You don't have to mix anything up like you do with other oils. It's like, it's ideal. Listen, guys, we want you to focus on self-care too with ginger essential
0: oil and check out the rejuvenating self-care kit. Right now, we've got an amazing deal for our listeners, 20% off your first purchase. It's only available at our special URL, ginger.us best. That's J-I-N-J-E-R dot U-S slash best. Don't miss out. Again, that's ginger, with two J's, dot U.S. slash best. <laughs> hop water, hop water, everybody loves to hop, hop, hop with the hop water.
1: Is that good? That was a cute one. Yeah, I like it.
0: <laughs> I love my hop water.
1: <laughs> I really do, too. Yeah. It I know, and been, I know you're, you know. I know
0: that Matt loves it, too. Whole yeah. fam is on the... Mocktails with the
1: hop water, the hop water train. Yeah. I I mean, I'm a big seltzer drinker, but sometimes I don't know. I'm just like this again. uh, Oh, I want something that's like a little more like a little carbonation feeling with like a little boost. That's not necessarily, you know, a full blown cocktail. And so hop water is really filling in that need for me well, that's, I
0: feel exactly the same. Like I like to have a refreshing drink after a long, busy day. Yeah. But I don't want to necessarily like every day have to have a cocktail. You know what I mean? Have several. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. And, and then you get to the point where you're like, how much sparkling water can I drink? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and yes. that's why hop water, healthy way to hop. <laughs> hop water is a non-alcoholic sparkling hop water crafted with functional ingredients for added mood boosting benefits, guys. Who doesn't need that right now? I like the lime flavor. That's my fave. Yeah, They have a good
1: recipe for an alcohol-free michelada, which is cute. Yeah, that's really good. Um, The lime with like tomato juice is like an excellent brunch drink drink
0: and listen on the website on their website they have a ton of unique mocktail recipes so you can always just like check it out and be like what am i going to make today um there's no alcohol no sugar you don't have to worry about going back for you can have
1: as many as you want guys it's not gonna you're not gonna get sort of have it any time of day and not feel weird about it yeah Um, It's hop water. That's
0: H-O-P-W-T-R. And it's made from an exclusive blend of hops. Guys, you really should try it. Hop water is the perfect drink to help you unwind at any time. No alcohol, no calories, no carbs, no sugar, no caffeine. It's not going to bust up any diets. We know you're going to love hop water. You need to try it out right now. Our listeners can get this special offer, 20% off your first purchase, plus get free shipping when you order 24 cans or more. To get the offer, go now to hopwater.com. That's H-O-P-W-T-R.com. And use our promo code BEST to get 20% off plus free shipping. Don't wait. This offer is not going to last long. Go to hopwater.com. Water and use promo code BEST hop WTR.com and use promo code BEST. Wait, so, um, so Casa Kids met. <laughs> You've moved in. We were like, it's just a nightmare. I can't even explain to you. <laughs> it's not. And Birdie's like, why is it one bedroom? And I'm like, because. This it isn't meant, meant for you to, to be live a family in. home. It is like I'm I'm requesting some understanding and some patience. No, they do not have it for me. Not right now. Maybe ever. Maybe never.
1: Wow. Hmm. Um it's been tough, I'm not gonna lie. Oh my gosh. And now is <sighs> Gina allowed it, Casa Kismet, or is Casa Kismet a no No. dog? No, uh -uh, uh, no. I put Gina on the lease.
0: Oh, (sighs) didn't didn't put the rest of my family on the lease, (laughs) but I put fucking (laughs) I put Gina on the lease. I'm not getting. Yes, Gina is on that lease. Get it? Um, No, because dogs are. It's a building that is you're allowed to have dogs. I was worried about that. Really cute um, is that there are. Multiple dogs on my floor, Aww. and that none of them. Ha- well, I don't know about the other dogs, but like Gina hasn't met the other the two dogs in person yet. <sighs> but it's really cute because every time we go to the elevator, Gina like walks over to their front doors and like wags <laughs> her tail and <laughs> sniffs and is like, "Hello!" <laughs> like she wants to party. Hello. Can we? <laughs> Can we meet? <laughs> um, and then I met this man in the elevator and he's like, there are, there were 16 dogs in this building. Now I guess there are 17. And I'm like, for a bit, <laughs> for a little bit at least. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my well, gosh. At least, at least for a bit. Wait, why is Citizen app trying to get me to change? D- I mean, Just, ch- uh, try to, wait, swipe to decline? What's it? Well, you have to pay for it?
1: No idea. Just yeah. don't. Just leave it. Skip it. We just talked about not consuming things you don't you don't need to know.
0: Just... I know, but we want to know. Ugh, God. Okay, maybe report of a man armed with a gun. Mm.
1: That's very New York, or and or L.A.
0: I mean, I feel like your husband used to. Put these like updates near his place,
2: place of, of work. work.
0: Yes, that was always like really upsetting. Like it's
1: always <laughs> a man with a machete, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's... Is it the same man with a machete? Is it really a machete? Like, has anyone ever asked him why he's always walking around with a machete? If you live in in Hollywood or or the Valley, there's always a man with a machete. And by the way. I mean, it's possible because I gotta say every hardware store I've ever been to sells machetes, like just hanging. Do they right really? Th- why? Yeah, I don't are. know why. would what are
0: you, you talking need- about? I'm. I'm. I've never seen a machete. I've never seen a machete. When's the last time you went shopping at a hardware store? I mean, honestly, two days ago, <laughs> <laughs> because of you know, Costa Kismet <gasps> wh- needing its
1: zhuzhing true true but I'm I'm talking like I do a, a deep shop of a hardware store and everyone has like a little peg with machetes hanging off of it sometimes on the end cap like it was I feel like it was like they were pushing it as a hot Christmas item get your loved one a machete why would I mean okay all right guys Here's what I'm going to say. What do you even, what do you even, I mean, I guess it's, it's for like chopping down brush or whatever and murdering. That's the only two things it's used for chopping down brush and murdering. And I just think that there's like tools that could be sold for chopping down brush that aren't so easy to murder people with, maybe. Correct. Don't I you say think? correct? Yes, 100%. So I don't know. I I feel like maybe let's not make like maybe put machetes behind the counter so you can at least get a look at the person who wants to buy one, you know, should it turn up as a murder weapon? You could be like, like law and order style. Be like, yeah, I remember that guy. He looked really murdery. Man.
0: (sighs) Wow. Can people just stop murdering people? Apparently not. I know, but I'm so over it. It's, yeah, murder is... Like, all of it. Murder, both... It's not great. <gasps> oh, wait, I want to tell you, I posted this thing. Yeah. But I want to tell you about it because I think it makes more sense if I tell you about it. But so, this woman, Darcy Chivley, who Emily BB used to work with years mm-hmm. ago, but then she moved to Colorado, Darcy did, and she stopped doing the thing that she and Emily worked together doing. And she started doing her like weaving full time. Okay. And remember a couple years ago, Emily gave me that really cool weaving. Oh yeah. That was like the tarot card, like my yes. tarot card reading, but like yeah. in a weaving and it's a rug. Yes. I yeah. use it as a rug. It's Some like, people it's...
1: like hang them on the yeah. wall, but it's kind of like, I'm not sure what, Was it like dates or something? It's kind of like on the idea of a temperature blanket, if any of you are familiar with a temperature blanket. I'm
0: not familiar. I don't know what. It's just really smart and weird and cool. She assigns like every tarot card or something. Like has she, she like, she decided before you do the reading. Right. I don't know if she still does that these, but at a certain point, this is what she was doing. Yeah. Like each tarot card she had assigned Like a shape and a color. Yes. And then you would send her your like six card read or nine card reading or whatever. Yeah. And then she used those colors and shapes in a weaving for you. And it was really cool. I mean, mine is so cool. And every time I've ever, like, it's ever been somewhere posted on my Instagram, people are like, oh my God, what is that? Yeah, they want that. Yeah, it's very cool. So, Darcy's, like, a very cool artist. And then she and I kind of became friends because for a while they were going to maybe move... She's from South Carolina and they were going to maybe move back and, like, we were there at the same time in the summers and would, you know, see each other. Literally, yeah. like, just friends through Emily E. B. Yeah. And I think she does such cool art. So, obviously, follow her on Instagram, which is, you know, how you do. and um And she a while back posted this thing, you know, there had been these very devastating fires um, in Colorado. Yeah. Um, And a while back, she was like, I have this idea. The fires were last summer. So it's been a minute, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But she just was like, I want to do something for my community. Like I, I just feel like I'm so devastated for people who lost everything in these wildfires and I want to do something. And so she had this idea and I love it. This is like kind of like what I was talking about in terms of like trying to just think small and think locally and think, you know, whatever she got different art, like a ton of artists, to donate a work of art or two or three. She got them all framed. And she essentially held like an art show last weekend. And all of the people who lost their homes in the fires were invited to come and pick out like a new piece of art for their new home.
1: Oh, that's so great. Isn't that sweet?
0: Yeah, I like that. I,
2: I just like thought that. it was so
0: nice, like like just the idea of like you can, you know well, I don't know, like you might be you like do. you might be like, "What do I care about having like a piece of art to hang on the wall and it's like, well, it's kind of honestly the same theoretical idea behind World Central Kitchen, you know, which is like, when people have lost everything, don't just give them like a piece of white bread and some cheese. Like feed them a delicious warm meal. Right. And give them the experience of being taken care of. And like, when you know these people in Darcy's community in Colorado like lost everything, yeah, and and it's just you know this community of artists coming together and saying, like, "Take something beautiful
1: for your home that will
0: you be know, yours that that's like, yours,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and that's that's a, as much about the message as it is about the item and and that will be meaningful." To people, I think that's really nice. And I think it's like, I think it's really smart to do what you can do and do what you know about and, and really cool of that community to like come together. And like also, you know, sometimes I think we talk ourselves out of doing things because we're like, this isn't going to change anyone's life. This isn't going to like, you know, make a difference. And the truth is, like, these things do make some difference. And nobody's saying that a piece of art is gonna turn someone's life around if they've been devastated. But, it's like, I always think of, like, did Rosie O'Donnell tell this story on the podcast about when her mom died? Her mom had died when she was 10 years old, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, she's uh, she and her mom loved pop culture. That's where she got her love of pop culture from. And the radio station was having like a giveaway. They were giving away some record album. And you had to call in to try to win the record album. And so she did that because she was like a kid, a 10-year-old 10-year-old kid. And she won this record album and the whole family piled into the car and went to the radio station together and they made, you know, kind of like a little ceremony of like presenting the record to like the winners. And that like changed her life, she said. Because she was like, They just, like, did something, like, that's something wonderful to give someone something that they hadn't had. And it was, like, the first time since her mom passed away that she just felt like someone bestowed something wonderful on her. And it was just, like, a record album. (laughs) It makes me cry. (laughs) Just thinking of all those little kids, like, you know she had a big family a lot of siblings and and younger than her um who lost their mom who was their everything and you know and yeah to just be like to right. have and that someone appreci- could say right
0: and someone could say like
1: who cares it's like a record yeah. whatever who cares just put
0: it, it on the free pile right but right. it can mean so much yes to someone which is also circling back to explaining what choose love is yes the ch- the organization you can go on their site and like pick things to send specific things. Like oh, I love it. Like this is like the warmth pack. And it's like this oh. this new sleeping bag and this new comforter and this new like cozy hat for a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you can you you basically shop like <laughs> oh, like these I cool things. And you know, it's the same thing like I do think It's tricky, right? Like charitable giving gets complicated, I think, for a lot of people and you want to make sure that you're doing a thing that is going to be like where the money is going to go in the right direction and to the right things. And you want to make sure that there's like accountability. And I don't know. I just feel like you can never go wrong when you're recognizing the humanity in others
2: yeah
1: do you know what i'm saying yeah no i mean that's literally everything you know (laughs) that's literally everything to have someone see you and and hear you and acknowledge that you're there Uh, which is why i have to
0: say i'm so fucking i gotta get into this a little bit right now because I did just get like an email from uh, you know the New York Times. Yeah. They love to send me emails, Casey. <laughs> I can't send like them be, as you well. You know what? They like to be in contact. <laughs> um, saying Texas is investigating parents of trans children after the governor said to view
1: gender affirming treatments as possible crimes. Did you um, see that a woman who works in the department doing the investigations is being investigated? I just saw that on Twitter before we got on. She was like, I guess, Mm. removed from her job and an investigation is proceeding against her family.
0: I mean, I donated some money to Beto O'Rourke. I am going to say that. Yeah. I went in and donated some money to him.
1: Yeah. And to
0: trans, trans Texas. Yeah. And their primaries today... Today is the primary. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm pretty nervous. A lot of people... I mean, first of all, this guy's Greg Abbott, is such a fucking coward. I hate him with every bone in my body. I mean, it's all strategic. That's yes. the thing. The cruelty is strategic. It's strategic to direct people away from his failure during the ice storm and the freezing and the loss of power and his directive that he gave to, like, basically gouge prices for the electricity. Right. Um, This is a horrible person who's in charge. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's... But this is... I mean, what's, what's abusive is... Governor Greg Abbott. He is an abusive person. Yeah. He's inflicting abuse. And I think mental trauma, like trauma, actual trauma... Yes. On kids and parents and women and uh, trans people in Texas, but also all across the United States...
1: Yeah, I think he this is, is something that that people now have to hear about and witness and worry mm-hmm. that it could come to, to their home and to also have empathy for the people that are going through this. And, you know, the, uh, it's just... It's not... It's not even constitutional. Like, it's not...
0: Well, what none of what none of what he's done has been constitutional. But here's here's the abortion law is not constitutional right. as 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 it stands now. I mean, we'll see what you know, fucking beer pong and
1: what's her face fucking decide to do. You know right. who I'm talking about. I know the two. <laughs> I know I know those two. Fuck those guys. Oh um,
0: but really, fuck Governor Abbott. I. Okay, so I'm going to South by Southwest for yeah. uh, Girls5eva. And, um, you know, it's been a struggle for me this past week, figuring out how to do that if I want to even set foot in the state of Texas, right. period. Right. Um, if there's more good to be gained by going and showing the good people of Texas that they're going to continue to have support and uh, that the ACLU and you know Center for Reproductive Rights and all of these nationwide organizations will continue to have their focus on what's happening in Texas and supporting the local grassroots on the ground organizations. Right. But what part of what is so devastating is that these people Governor Abbott And what's-his-fucking-face from
1: Georgia? What's his name? I've just been thinking about Ron DeSantis in Florida so much. And Ron DeSantis in Florida.
0: Is that... They are a part of a system of oppression that is... Attempting to figure out ways to strip the rights of people just trying to live their fucking lives. Right. By going around the laws and the Constitution. And the and. And the desires and the support of the vast majority of Americans, both in their state and nationwide. Right. And so what they're doing is so fucking insidious and so evil because they are each of them in their own ways, Ohio and... DeSantis with his gay, whatever the fuck, Bill, whatever he called it. Don't say gay. Don't say gay. Fuck that guy. All of these different people, these these Republican (laughs) leaders, these are like trying to go around the system and the will of the people in a democracy to find these loopholes. And if one of them fucking sticks, then all of the rest of them are going to utilize those loopholes. Right. To what end again?
1: Well, they'll change the rules to make, you know, if something's not working, they'll change the rules they'll stonewall and never let us change the rules. They'll gerrymander, they'll suppress voting because that's the only way that they can win because we know that the majority of Americans don't support any of these regressive, shameful, damaging policies that they have to what end? I don't I don't know honestly like to consolidate power for for what I don't know, for what I don't know, I don't either. I don't either, so, and I, I and mean, I like
0: I lack I fail to see the humanity in these people at all at this point. And well, I know to to that see like
1: Marjorie Taylor Greene speak at a white nationalist rally, and everybody's just like, yeah, she shouldn't have done that. Like, where is the censure for that? Where's the fucking Where, line? Right. There is no line. There is no line. There is no line. Well, so I, I, I just,
0: there has to be
1: a fucking line. Like we got to make a line. W- well, that. But that's what is so frustrating, right? Because it's like we're being run roughshod over as a country by yes. these people Bullying. and by. I don't know what the fuck they are. They're worse than bullies. They're There's psychopaths. They're evil, evil. people. Villains. And um it's Governor Brian Kemp from Georgia, by Kemp, the way. That's right. Where. Kemp. I'm trying to remember his, his name. Kemp. Um I I don't know because here's the thing. Like I <sighs> And I mean, I believe so much in what so many Democrats are doing and what so many progressive people are doing. But I also see that, like, I feel like this has been going on for a really long time. And people are always like, you have to stand up, you have to fight. And it's wild to me that we're still kind of like playing by the rules. And, you know, when the rules are constantly being changed to our disadvantage. Like, can you fucking imagine? Like, we're two white women, and we're outraged by Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, like, how do you even... Let's not even try to describe her, because it'll be offensive to whoever you compare her to. Marjorie Taylor Greene, at a white nationalist rally... Can you imagine to be a person of color in this country and just to hear people like, you know, like even Mitt Romney, one of the few Republicans to sort of speak out about it is just like, she's missing a couple IQ points. That is not a strong enough condemnation. Thank you for saying anything at all instead of just acting like it didn't happen. Like she's trying to act like it didn't happen, but it's not a strong enough, censure. It's not a strong enough condemnation of what she did was fucking atrocious. Atrocious. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's just going to get away with saying like, oh, I didn't know. Of course she knew. She's not that stupid. You know? She didn't get where she is by being that stupid. Of course she knew. That was the point. And saying like, oh, sorry, I didn't know is just the way to just get everyone to like move on. But that's like where we are. It's like we're we're flooded with having to fight for so many things. And I guess maybe that's you know that's Steve Bannon's like philosophy: flood the zone with shit so that people get overwhelmed. I mean, he's also rotting. Do you know what yeah, I mean? From the true.
0: outside true. in, yeah, and the yeah. inside out. So it, it, it's true. I guess that to what end? I guess
1: you're gonna right. fucking rot. <laughs> right, but you know, here we fucking are, and it's like you know, talking about like seeing violence on television, all these things that like cumulatively affect you in a bad way how must people of color in the country feel cumulatively gut punch after gut punch where a fucking you know representative of the u.s government can speak at a white nationalist rally and just gets to go back to work the next day can you imagine what that must fucking feel like it's violence And we're all just supposed to be like, well, it's America. Everyone's entitled to their opinion and everyone's allowed to fuck up. But it's like, what sticks to people versus what doesn't is wild to me. And like, yeah, I mean, that's why I think it's, I think it's smart not in terms of the direction of the country. I think it's smart in terms of our own sanity to do what you've been suggesting lately, which is like acting in small ways in your community just because like that will feed your soul and like enable you to like continue. But like, yeah, we're in a real fucking shit show. You know, it's a real, it's a real shit show. Um, And these people are shit. I oh
0: God I want to sue Governor Abbott
1: Yeah, I mean, I I guess people I think there should
0: be a class action lawsuit against him. As yeah. the parent, as the parent of a non-binary trans teen who like Birdie's not receiving, like, gender-affirming care. But, right. I mean, Birdie goes to therapy. You know, we have a therapist that is right. um, supportive of Birdie's identity.
1: Well, I mean... But these, you know what I mean? Like... These things are evolving, you know? and, and Right. So care just means caring for a person as their, like, you know, as their identity evolved. So, like... That's, I mean, that
0: was actually my question. I mean, you know, is this, and this is... Fuck me, Casey, fuck. Fuck. I know. I really can't stand it. I really don't fucking get it. And it's all because of the fucking primaries. I mean, that's what I was like. I've been on all these calls, you know, this week after... Governor Abbott made that recommendation. It's not even a law. It's not a law. Right. It was like a whatever. Right.
1: Well, suggestion. It's, like, it's a suggestion and it's also a license for hateful people to yes. enact. It's their a license. Hatred. That's right. That's right. You know, it's the same as fucking stand your ground gun laws, which, by the way, only fucking apply to the people that certain people think they should apply to because if a black person stands their ground with a gun you know it's not happening the same way as when a white person stands their ground with a gun you know it's just yeah. it's just not i mean yesterday like the senate
0: voted on um the women's health care protection act yeah to it wasn't a vote on that just to be clear it was it's like a it was a procedural step that, that it's not dead is what i'm trying to say. W- Women's Healthcare Protection Act isn't dead. They don't have the votes for it, so it, won't, it isn't moving forward now. Right. But there's a difference between it getting like voted down down versus versus what happened yesterday. So if like you saw it yesterday and you're like, "Oh, they voted it down. They voted Women's Health Care Protection Act out. That's not accurate. That's not exactly what happened. It was determined that they don't have the votes to proceed at this time. But it gave them a better idea of where to focus energy and uh, maybe there's a possibility in the future. It seems like so crazy. It's so crazy to me that it's even a conversation, like that it's so fucking crazy to me. I'm so like, I guess I'm just, yeah,
1: I'm very overwhelmed, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think everyone must be, right? I mean, this, this week has felt truly, as we were saying, like a thousand years. And I'm just like in my house in LA, you know? Like, I have felt very frozen and unable to do a lot and not able to, like, do well at the things that I'm trying to do. And I'm like, I'm just in my house in L.A., you know? So I can't imagine how other people are feeling. I can't imagine how families in Texas are feeling. I can't imagine how people in Georgia are feeling. I can't imagine how young women of reproductive age are feeling being constantly told maybe in the future. You know, that's been happening since, you know, since forever, you know? And I can't imagine how everybody with, you know, whether you have people that you know in, in Ukraine, or Russia, or anywhere else in the world that that's recently been at war. And now, yeah, we're just all, like, hanging in the balance and, like, waiting to see if Vladimir Putin has a fucking temper tantrum. And our, like, former president
0: being like, that guy's a genius. Well, that's the other thing. These, like, all these Republicans who are now, like... I don't even understand what's. this is like, it's so the Casey and I sometimes text each other things that are like, I mean, sometimes within things that we talk about here, but sometimes not, but like, it's, it's oftentimes we're like, the simulation has gone off the rails. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like just what's happening. It's all, it's, it's hard to make sense of anything. You know?
1: Yeah, it really is. And so I think we just have to do what we can do and I think all of the things that we're doing are you know, are right except for sexualizing the president of Ukraine. I don't think that's right. But what but if that's the only way you can get through Guys, if it's what you need, I, I guess, guess you know what? I guess you know what
0: you know what, Casey. I've come around on it. I've come around on it. I've decided that if that's what pe- if that's what people need, if that's what they need to do to get maybe I don't fucking know. Yeah, I'm not we'll, judging you. But we'll just agree to disagree
1: on it. I'm not. But I'm not. Gonna, I don't like it, but I, I'm just you know. I'm not gonna come for you. I'm not gonna personally condemn you individually if that's what you've done or what you're doing. I just think it's creepy, but probably-
0: I do too. And it's so funny that like I fully <laughs> forgot that I wanted to talk about that, and then you just like we're like, wait. First off, I need oh. to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Girlfriend Collective.
2: Girlfriend
0: Collective. I love Girlfriend Collective. I love it. I do too. Do you know that I wear, okay, when it's cold, like it was 20 degrees or whatever yesterday? Yeah. And you know, I still love to wear my dresses. I'm trying to figure out my fashion on the East Coast. I really right. am trying. Yeah. But you know what my, my recent realization is? What? If I wear my Girlfriend Collective um, leggings... Under a dress? Under a dress. Sustainable, soft, supportive everything like we snug. need snug yeah just i can p- wear it under a dress and also just like keeps me nice and warm
1: yeah just holds everything in and keeps the goosebumps at bay on the east coast i just really like i mean i love that they're sustainably made that's really important to me but they're also size inclusive and they're also really really flattering really flattering they
0: know where to put those seams, guys.
1: They know where to put the seams. And also, like, you don't have to wear worry about, like, your underwear showing through mm. when you're just, you know, wearing them to the hardware store. Right. I know you love the hardware store. We've talked about it.
0: Um, <laughs> they also make all of their items in, like, very you know the staple colors that you want but then they do these like fun bright colors and new seasonal releases that you can choose from. I have like an aubergine color that I've been rocking a lot recently. I really love oh, it. Oh nice. Um and in case you didn't like get how they're sustainable, uh they're sustainable because they turn plastic bottles and other waste that would end up in landfills or probably floating in the ocean into new items of active wear for you and me. Yeah. Supportive and soft bras and underwear, workout dresses, joggers, sweats, beanies, cute slide sandals, pants with different compression levels. You know, I'm like, compress me as much as you can. I want all the compression. I love it. Yeah. Um, Guys, we love it. They even have a garment take back program called ReGirlfriend once you're done loving your pieces, which will be in forever. Anyway, guys... Feel good in what you wear, whatever you're doing with Girlfriend Collective. For listeners of our show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash best. That's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash best. Girlfriend.com slash best. Uh, Hey, Casey. Yes. Have you ever been on a date and it's going really well? And let then, me stop you there. No. Okay. All right. There you go. Listen, guys, this—that's just the start to this. Okay, Cupid. Uh, question: Where, like, right. If you're on a date with someone, and you, or you meet someone in a bar, or where, or on an airplane, or the grocery store, or wherever at the dog you park meet people, or the High Highline. A Zoom party. The Zoom party or work or whatever. And you're like vibing on this person. And then they're like, kind of Governor Greg Abbott is my hero.
1: Oh. Oh. Uh, if only what do there you do? was a way to find what do you do? out. Well, here's the thing. You is, run. You run. <laughs> it's been a long time since, since I've been on the singles market and, and dating anyone. But this is how it used to be. You know, you'd get pretty far down the road with someone before learning that there was like a ginormous deal breaker that would make it kind of hard to proceed and, you know, and kind of like would dampen your interest in someone. And now it doesn't have to be that way anymore because of OK Cupid.
2: There's a way.
0: Yes. You don't have to be in that situation again. It finds people that you're most compatible with. And that's like all across the board. OkCupid learns what's important to you by asking you questions. And then the app's one-of-a-kind algorithm pairs you with people that care about what you care about. Like puppies, puppies or reproductive rights, or taking down Governor Greg Abbott. In fact, <laughs> did you know that OkCupid okay is the only dating app in the world that lets you filter out singles that don't care about the issue you care about? Like somebody who's like, I don't care about climate change, bye. Or someone not, who's like, I don't not think- pro-choice? Yeah, bye. Yeah. Don't care, don't care about LGBTQIA rights, bye. You know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Find someone that you can like be the most compatible with and
1: find your person. Time to find your person.
0: And download the dating app, OKCupid, today.
1: (laughs) You know what else was trending all day on Twitter that I was going to text you about it? And then I was like, she's in the middle of like trying to move and like live in a, a one bedroom with her family, and that's probably more important than this. But, like, um, did you see the thing that was trending all day yesterday when that scientist was talking about, is our reality a hallucination? Oh, my God, no. (laughs) It was trending all day, and I kind of was like, it, it was based on an article... That um, came out, but then the scientists that they were like referring to had like a, a TED talk in the past. So uh, of course, I went back and um and watched the the TED talk, and it was like it, saying that we're hallucinating reality is a is a real oversimplification of what this guy was trying to trying to say. But it was fascinating. Well, is it-
0: is it that, like,
1: everything is made up and exists? No. Like, See, you know, like... No, I think that's you know what I'm a lot about? of people... I think that's what a lot of people took away from, you know, when you just read the headline. But what he was talking about is actually something that I have a little experience with. He was saying that um, it's a neuroscientist, Anil Seth, and you can watch his, his TED Talk, um, that that everything that we're aware of is a hallucination. So I have a little experience with this. And the simplest way is to like explain. He, I think what he was trying to say, and scientists out there are listening, because I know there are some of you are scientists, correct me if I'm wrong. He was basically saying that like everything that we see and experience outside of our body is just kind of like an estimation. Like our brain is just yes, doing
0: the 100%, best it, I know yes. this. I yes. know this is what I was trying to say. Yes, yes. Like we make we fill in the gaps. Yes,
1: yes. So that that's basically what he was he was trying to say, and saying that like, you know, our consciousness just really works to like build a full picture. So the reason I have some experience with this is because when I worked in the nursing home, um, a lot of people were amputees for various reasons, whether they'd been in war or whether, you know, through... Diabetes. Diabetes, other disease, they had lost a limb. And so a lot of times, you know, you've heard of like phantom limb syndrome. um, And that's where like your limb that's no longer there either hurts or more often in my experience, people would uh, experience itchiness of their phantom limb and it would drive them wild you know like it's can you imagine having like an itchy arm and you can't itch your arm like that would just be torture no so um at any rate a really smart nurse at one point was like here's a thing that you can do that uh you can if the if the person can see well you can hold a mirror get like a big mirror, hold it so that it shows the reflection of the limb that's still there and ask them where it itches and you can scratch that part of their arm that's there and ask them to look at the reflection as if their other arm is still there and that will like oftentimes relieve the itchiness. Because it's in your brain. Because it's in your brain, yes. And so, so that's where I wow. have... Some, some experience or you can like rub it if somebody is like saying complaining of like a muscle ache or whatever. So anyway, that was basically what he was saying about everything's a hallucination. Um, it, just that our brains are working really hard to like paint a complete picture of things that might not necessarily be complete. But it was really interesting. Um, he wound up his TED talk by saying, we have nothing to fear uh, when our consciousness ends. Ooh, which I thought was interesting. Hi, Gina. Gina Aww. got a bath. Aww.
0: Come here, little stinker.
1: Oh my god, she has like a really weird haircut right now, though. Like she has this... Like, oh no, isn't spike that the worst on the top? Yeah, I feel bad for her. when like, when the dog spike. gets a bad haircut. Yeah, because yeah. they're so they can't say they're embarrassed, but you know they are. Yeah, this has been a couple of weeks, so it's growing out. But she
0: does have this like weird spiky patch on the top, which is kind of hilarious and weird. Aww.
1: Um. I imagine it's hard to cut a dog's hair. I watched Jess
0: Rona grooming my friend in L.A., yeah. and she really nails it. Yeah, there's actually an amazing YouTube video with Gina as a puppy, Gina's oh, first really? bath, yeah, uh, Gina's first groom. Uh, Jess so asked, uh, she was like, "I I might make a little video with Gina for her first groom." I was like, "Please do, I would be honored." And it's on <laughs> YouTube, and it is. Birdie and I watched it the other night just for fun. It was so, it's so cute. But she really goes through like how to groom a puppy and like what you do. And yeah, she's kind of amazing. She's a, she's an incredible dog hair cutter.
1: Yeah. But Gina has a New York hair cutter right now. It's the same as, you know, when you have to, when you have to, when a person has to get a new hair cutter, it's like, you know, not always the same. Not always the same. not not always the same same. do you know that have I ever said this Mm. on the podcast that I had one hair cutter that um left to be Mariah Carey's hair cutter and I had like I had to find a new not a hair cutter but like a hairdresser (laughs) my like regular hairdresser got into like entertainment and then started working with Mariah Carey genius um, I don't know how, on like how permanent of a basis or whatever but then I had to find a new hair cutter and I was devastated and then I found a new hair cutter and then that person also left to become someone really famous as haircut I think like Bethany what? Frankel yeah Very, and, yeah, wow. I mean not not Mariah Carey famous but, um, but I must have like lucky hair you know I give you my give, hair the credit you give people the skills <laughs> I'm like, it can't be any other. There's no other explanation except for my hair is lucky. Yeah, your hair is obviously lucky, Casey. (laughs) If anyone wants to ever, like, I think maybe I could charge people to cut my hair and then, you know, see what happens. Right, because you have lucky hair. Yeah, what's next for you? We don't know.
0: It might be something (laughs) great. Mark and Abby had this movie that never got made. I think I told you about it, but like throughout the years, there were like multiple huge stars. My boobs are falling out of my bra again. Multiple huge stars attached to it like for years. But I always loved the concept and it was like the concept it was called or the movie. The script is great, but just the pitch is so funny, but it's called the warm up guy. And he's like the guy that you date before you meet. The, like oh, yeah. the person that you end up with for yeah. your, <laughs> the rest of your life. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, that's all me. I think it would um, have been a great movie. The, the warm up. You're the warm up
0: guy for hair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that would have been a great movie. I know. Oh my god, you have no
0: idea. Like at some point. Oh, did they ever talk about this on anything? Like the um, like the huge stars that were attached to that movie at one time or another. Like oh, my it was gosh. like everyone, everyone from like, but like dating back so long ago that <laughs> it was going like, back to like Julia Roberts. Years. Like, oh I mean, God. it was like crazy.
1: That's so interesting. Well, I know. it's such a good idea. I mean, listen, like I always think about this when someone I know who's been in a long-term relationship and they finally call it quits after like tumultuous, you know, years. Mm-hmm. And then like that person that was always problematic in the relationship settles down and oh, like, like gets married and has, right. and I'm like, oh my God, you like, this person did all the work. Like they, they raised your significant other basically <laughs> into like a person that knows how to act in a relationship. They did all the work and they get none of the, none is that what First, first wives club is about. Yeah, I guess, I right? guess yeah it's interesting, but then I wonder too like if you if you raise a partner up and you train them, you t- let's say you train a partner because that sounds less creepy than raising a partner. If you train a partner to be a good partner, can you ever really see them that's that's my question for our single friends out there. Can you ever really see them as their new improved self, or do you just see like Holy shit, that was a long haul and it really took a lot of work to get you here. Like, is I'm gonna it answer more like, it for you. I'm gonna answer it for you.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna answer because I know the answer to that. I'm gonna, I bet you I know the answer. What's the answer? No. You always just see the work. Yeah. You always see the work and you always see the, and you always see the disappointment of the amount of time that it's spent that you didn't get the like benefits, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then I think it's like impossible. I think for most people, probably it would be like very difficult to move forward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was really lucky because I i will say, and I think my husband will, you know, he wouldn't mind me saying this. I think a fair amount of training him went on just to like, you know, mm-hmm. for various things. We were really young when we got together, but he also had to train me so much because I was such a feral person, like when we met, I'm just straight up so so. You angry. were a feral baby, so feral. <laughs> I didn't know shit about shit. Like I, I know that I've said when I start when I first started working for Dave Letterman. So many times, I thought that he had like weird behavior quirks, and it turns out they were manners. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> I'd be like, why is he always like trying to jockey to get to one side of me? When we're walking down the street. Mm -mm. And I was like, it's so weird. Like, does he have, like, some compulsion or whatever? And then my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, was like, I think that's manners, hun. I think he's, like, trying to walk on the traffic side. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, manners. Never heard of him. Yeah. (laughs) Who is she? I don't know her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who is she? (laughs) Um, what have you been doing your best at? What have you,
1: have you been doing your best at anything? Truly, I mean, busy when I tell you one week ago, I can't believe one week ago I was in Casa Kismet, where you are right now. (laughs) We gotta get a sign. We have to get a sign. (laughs) Spending 24 hours in New York City. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that was just a week ago before we were on the break of World War III. Thank God for this podcast Uh. today. Because I'll tell you why. Because to be perfectly honest with you, Uh I had to open the suitcase I had at your apartment to get my microphone out. And so, if it weren't for us having this podcast one week later, that suitcase would still be closed and untouched from when I came home.
0: You just you decided no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You were like ah. The only thing mm-hmm. in there that I need is my toothbrush, but I also have a toothbrush that's outside of there. So okay. just not going in. Not going in to, to get in there. And so I haven't. And, uh, you know, I just had had a reunion with a lot of my belongings and my um, dirty mm-hmm. underwear from one week ago so that I could get this microphone out to do this podcast. So wow. I guess that is what I'm doing my best at. I literally unzipped a suitcase Mm -hmm. not it's Mm -hmm. not even a big one it's not no it was I mean what it It was was, just an overnight bag yeah I was
0: gonna say it's not even like (laughs) I mean I would I don't know if I would even call it a suitcase just
1: just a carry-on just a little carry-on and uh yeah it's just been sitting there and uh I don't know what it is I don't do you have a hard time unpacking Um, no. I, in the kind of- It's like
0: a thing, it's a thing that I like, I actually, it's a thing that I need. I can't, I can't have,
1: yeah, I can't have- You uh have a hard time packing.
0: Yeah, I'm terrible at that.
1: Okay. So usually I don't have a hard time packing at all. I make a list. I'm pretty decisive. I mean, I've arrived places before
0: where I've had 0.0 pairs of underwear packed. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. But, like, see? four pairs of boots. You're bringing this... You're bringing me back to childhood, okay? This... I know this is where my analness is is it okay can we still say things are anal? I don't um, know. Where my analness about packing comes from? <laughs> Just being from, honest, I literally <laughs> don't know. <laughs> because <laughs> where my fastidiousness about packing comes from? Because when I was a kid, one of the only vacations that we ever went on, we went away to the beach for a week with another family that had like a slightly older cooler son um that my parents were friends with their parents and my grand Mother, my Nana was like, I'll pack for you. And not only did she pack corny outfits but she also did not pack a bra and i was like 13 and had big boobs and so i had to buy like a souvenir tube top because there were no stores (laughs) near the beach (laughs) and just like do the best i could and even that like really wasn't enough so i was like i will never fucking let another person pack a bag for me again never and so i'm always like make a list not just make a list though I make like a color scheme generally so that all of the pieces that I'm bringing work Listen, together you know it's the lord's work and you
0: that's thing. Like, like a
1: capsule collection yeah exactly of, of outfits and then I usually when I go to a hotel unpack everything right the second I get there yeah hang everything up have so to. yeah have to do that Um, but if I don't do that, then it's just like, um, it's just a spiral. It's just a messy spiral where nothing ever gets put away. Even if I, if I don't unpack the first second that I'm in a hotel, even if I stayed in that hotel uh, for a month, I would never get back on track and get my shit together. I actually think
0: that that's where, yes, I think I, that I am very similar in that way. So yeah, when you say, are you good at unpacking? It's like, I have no choice because if I don't do it. If I don't do it like within the first couple days, it that suitcase will rot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So usually unpacking is where I fall off a little bit. And I'm going to be honest. Usually a couple days goes by before my husband is like, let's go. Come on. And then he'll like unzip it and he'll just sort of like support me through the the emotion of unpacking a gross suitcase. Um, But he didn't do it this time. He's a busy man, and he didn't have time to do it this time. He was too busy tracking down those (laughs) Takis from my kid. (laughs) He got got you. He did have time to get those snacks for you to mail out to you. Um, But, yeah. (laughs) Listen, guys, sometimes there are snacks that are available on the West
0: Coast, but they are not available on the East Coast. And your kid wants them. And so
1: you text your friends and say, (laughs) send me those snacks. Can can you get me these snacks? Those are surprisingly heavy, by the way. I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked by... Well, you know, you don't think you just pick up one bag and you're like, okay, that's like a bag of snacks. But like a dozen bags together, it's substantial. (laughs) People are going to be like, busy, what's happening? (laughs) Listen, guys... uh, Oh, but you know what? I do also want... So I didn't do my best. I still have to... Like, when we are done with this podcast, Mm -hmm. then I have to go officially take all the rest of the stuff out. So I'm not doing my best at that. But what I will say is that, again, like, shout out to the Facebook group. I don't know that this is going to happen. I don't know. But ever since in the early days of the podcast, when I talked about my dream fireplace... Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been looking for it ever since. Whenever anyone sees one, they send me one. And sometimes they'll be like, this one's like $2,500. I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. Well, one person who listens to the podcast... Oh, my God. Did you find one? Saw one for sale in Maine where Mm -mm. she lives and was like, this is a really good deal. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Why does it have to be in Maine? Anyway, now she, listener, is trying to organize, (laughs) like, a delivery of this fireplace across the United States.
0: Oh, my God. With
1: other listeners of the podcast. And I'm like, I don't know if this will happen. I don't know if it's possible. Um to To make that happen, but it's kind of incredible that everybody is just bless your hearts, really coming together.
0: Isn't that really everyone just coming together?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's. It's really, it's something. So, and anyway, make Casey's mom fireplace dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you to Leah in Maine and everybody, everybody along the way, and people who are like, oh, shoot, I'm in Canada. I would represent a huge detour for this fireplace. But, like, I think there's only like three states that aren't covered yet. Three, like, three. <laughs> What states and, are we looking for? Let's, oh just, put let's just put what it out there. I'll just put it out there. Okay, let's see what um, what states. Ohio's covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maine. Um, somebody's got Tennessee. Somebody's got Arizona, Missouri, Illinois. People are like, I'm in Canada. I'm in another country. The only states we seem to be missing are Pennsylvania, Indiana, Kansas, and Colorado. And Wait, then somebody said, "Somebody said I got Pennsylvania. I could do okay. it as long as it fits in my car." Wait, Pennsylvania, Indiana. So I think Pennsylvania is covered. I think just Indiana, Kansas, and Colorado. Indiana, Kansas, <laughs> I mean, Colorado.
0: Well, Darcy's in Colorado.
1: Darcy. Oh, all right, all right, Darcy. Well, Darcy's busy, but um, <laughs> not that everybody who is volunteering isn't busy. But I just think it's so nice, and I think wait. So each person <laughs> who's volunteering is gonna drive the uh, fireplace across, across the big date.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, this is literally one of my favorite things that I've ever heard. This is insane. You guys are crazy.
1: I love love you all so much. I love everyone so much who like has been looking out for this fireplace and like everybody who's like, yeah, I would drive across the state. This is really funny. And then my son Eli is like, well, if one state doesn't get covered, I could drive out and then drive it across that state. And then I'm like, well, if you drove out to like Indiana, why wouldn't you just drive all the way back? I right. was like, yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. No, that makes that makes <laughs> more <point>. sense. <laughs> Good point. But every, I'm like rooting for this just in, <sighs> not just because it's like something for me and I'm selfish, um, but just I just love that. I love when our our team like organizes something and guys, go my, team. My heart is very warmed. So we'll see if it ever happens. But even if it doesn't, it's what an do you honor. mean? It feels it's like an, it's happening. <laughs> it's an honor to be nominated. <laughs> It feels like it's happening. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Oh my god, I am very interested.
0: (laughs) Can't wait for the updates.
1: It'll be like a little Bugs Bunny line going. You know how like when Bugs Bunny travels, it makes like a little line across the map wherever he's going. Um, That yeah, it's it's everybody's great. I just love it. Thanks, Leah, for for you know helping a girl dream. This is great. <laughs> what are you doing your best at? I mean, I I just a few days ago we were talking about how you just had to get out of your your rental within 24 hours. Yeah. Um that's been tough. <laughs> wait wait we didn't talk about this i'm sorry to interrupt you but literally you texted me emergency pod and like after oh, i shit. went home yes and yes. i was like oh maybe yeah there's a lot wait, going because, on wait there was it wasn't wait had
0: the war even started i mean what there was other stuff that happened it last like week all what the
2: fuck?
1: kinds of stuff what was it like, though I don't even know I don't That's either the thing I don't even know I was like emergency pod Like it you felt texted like You emergency pod And mm-hmm. then I was like Oh yeah maybe There's a lot of stuff going on And then I was like What are you doing And you were like Oh I just found out I have to move out of my rental In like tomorrow morning <laughs> And I oh, was no, like Just completely <laughs> moving out
0: <laughs> and then you were like, "Oh my make... god, are you moving? You're moving into the new place?" I was like, "No, no, no, it's not ready yet. uh We have to like everybody is going to just either basically like we got a hotel because we can't, it's one bedroom, right? There's a hotel so really
1: fit close. All so it's like, five of you, no, well, <laughs> and the two cats and the two cats. don't forget about the cats. Yeah, I always forget about the cats. I never, know, but never seen but them. They,
2: Well,
0: <laughs> you're allergic though."
1: No, I'm not allergic really to cats. I made that up. I, mean, I don't yeah, know. Just like, but they're uh, allergic to me. They're allergic to people. To people.
0: Generally yeah. speaking, but they do love birdie. But the cats <laughs> went to like... The hotel. No, the cats, we had to, we were too scared that the cats were going to get oh, okay. out know, in the, the cats. Yeah, so the cats went to a friend's parents. Okay. Like All outside right. of the city. Okay. That they've and they have like watched our kitties before for us, yeah. yeah. So we felt like it was a good it's move fine. It's to fine. keep them sort of stable in this transitional <laughs> moment. I mean, can I just but, tell you because you know Casa Kismet were on a high up floor here,
1: yeah. And, oh, and well, I was with, like afraid, windows
0: that push open, and I was just terrified that Gina for like the first two days I was like, can I even let Gina on the? Little balcony, like is she gonna oh,
1: right, try right. to jump
0: off the balcony? <laughs>
1: yeah, I
2: mean, yes, I'm sorry,
0: I don't know. No, you listen, think that's a thing that, that they wouldn't, that wouldn't.
1: But living in New York City, you hear a lot about pets that inadvertently are just like, look, a squirrel, and then go off the balcony or out the window. Don't tell it, me that. Well, I'm just telling you, you're right to be concerned and you're right to... I was concerned.
0: Yeah. I was concerned. Yeah, you're but right. But she's like, she she does enjoy the balcony, but with some supervision.
1: Yeah. And um, a leash. Always a leash for my Gina out there. Oh, my um, baby. Um, anyway, so we were like... I was like,
0: I'm gonna make an executive call and but say... But also, like, you don't even understand the insanity <laughs> of what it, what was happening. Like, it wasn't just that we were completely moving out of this place. And by the way, we didn't even have like a hotel room booked. So we were, we were going to try to like everybody stay here. But also I feel stupid, not stupid. I feel like a mistake was made in Casa Kismet, which is like, why didn't I get a pullout sofa?
1: Well, because you didn't think it was going to be like a flop house. You thought like maybe, <laughs> maybe you a didn't person. Think, I didn't think it was going to be a flop house.
0: That's right. <laughs> You're right.
1: Maybe a person might stay over. Like when I stayed over, one person stayed over. Maybe two people who are willing to share a bed would stay over. Like, Yes. Three at the most. Two people who don't mind sharing a bed, one person who can sleep on a sofa. But you never expected several humans to cram into one very small place no. that's not even like intended to live in. No. So, and um. so, yeah. You were like ready to go. You were ready to go. And I was like, I'm going to make an executive call and say, let's not do an emergency podcast because you are emergency moving <laughs> out of your I know House it was? And really, it'll be fine. It was
0: really weird. Like I didn't realize that this is March first. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, and and then I didn't. I sort of like wasn't thinking that. Yes, this is March first. But alf- also, like we have to be out. But you don't move out in one day. You know what I mean? Like right. you have to like. People it have takes, to come, and they have to pack, and there's yeah. packing, and. And then when they packed and like wrapped up the beds and things that are going to the new house when it's ready, hopefully soon, mm-hmm. um, that like then you can't sleep on those beds, right? You need because they're place they're going to take them beds. away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, can I tell you? I'm so happy to be out of the dungeon and That's into the great. light. Into the light of Kassakismet. That's and, great. And um, even though Cricket declared that she hates it here because i don't have a television oh fair well, fair that's a hateable trait um and birdie's mad that i didn't rent a two-bedroom office i was like birdie i can't, i don't even know where to start with this complaint I think
1: birdie needs to um participate in the family's budgeting to see <laughs> how that's my, I mean, you don't need my advice on,
0: you know. Well, but by the just, way, can I tell you something? After Birdie got that job last summer, <laughs> don't even talk to the kid because they've like made more money. They made more money in two episodes of television that they'll get someday when they're 18, I guess, you know, in, yeah. their, in their Coogan account. Then I made, you know, my entire time as a teenager working endlessly. For right. California Pizza Kitchen and babysitting. Right. And, at the body shop, making gift
1: baskets at the mall, it's true. It's true. so, but, but sh-
0: there it's, you know, it's unfair. Yes, is all yes. I'm gonna say, yes. and but you I know, keep saying, I keep saying to Bertie, I'm like, but it's not real. It doesn't even exist.
1: Yeah, like, you it's not
0: yours.
2: <laughs> it's not it's yours very, yet.
1: it's very lucky and and, yeah, not um, not re- not the real world for most no. people No. but also, yeah. <sighs>
0: Well, because also you guys know Hollywood break at home. There's like a minimum that you get. That he paid can be allowed to pay be on a TV yes. show. Yes. Yeah, so it's not same like same with like writers. It's not, and, right, yeah. so it's not like I could say to them like, please pay Birdie twelve dollars an hour. Mm.
1: <laughs> Maybe so Birdie, Birdie can rent a two bedroom for that you anyway, can stay anyway. <laughs> no, but by the way,
0: so then so then like. You know, making this bedroom in here, like trying to make it cute, and whatever, and Birdie's yeah. just decided, like, oh, it's just it's their bedroom. Like they just have uh, sure. posted up and yeah, like day one, just like, can you leave, please? I'm like, Oh, there's this oh God, what am I doing? <laughs> um, and then like Woo! Mark Mark went to see his parents and so the kids and I were just in the apartment. Right on the weekend, right. But it was hating very it. well, yeah. And birdie, it wasn't. It wasn't great. And it I was, was too best. tired to like do good, like do um, parenting. Yeah. So birdie was like, "I'm not sharing a bed with cricket." But not only that, cricket wouldn't have shared a bed with birdie. But cricket didn't want to sleep alone in the living room, which I understand. Right. Right. So guess where I slept? I'm
1: afraid to know. On the floor. Here's the thing. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be honest with you. You are not petty enough to be the parent of two children because if one (laughs) child, if one child won't share the bed with their other, they get kicked out of the bed. You and the willing child sleep in the bed that's meant for two people. Yes, and but Casey, do you understand at this point? <laughs> I was you so just fucking let tired. Let you just had to that. I was like, it.
0: "What is this worth to me?
1: Like, yeah, what is it get worth it. to me? I get it. Like,
0: I cause
1: to what end?
2: You yes. know,
0: to what to what end? I'm just like, I'm doing my best. I'm fucking tired. I'm gonna drink. It's true. A bunch of this it's true. rose. And I'm going to lay down on this my back. I has suppose not, it's, felt, not felt great since.
1: Yeah, I, mean. <laughs> I I can imagine. I suppose it's good that you don't have like some reserve store of pettiness. That I that's the one thing I always have energy for is to be petty. Oh, no matter I'm petty. How, no matter how tired I am, I'm like, oh, I'm going in on this. I'm really, but I but really going to
0: dig in. I, mean, I don't need to like. I, I, I can't. get it. I, I, I get with it. With birdie, it's not. It's not like a. It's not a journey that is easily taken. It's not yeah, it's not a road you
1: wanted to go down. Also at that it's moment.
0: like honestly, I don't win. Right. There's no winning in that in that storyline. Right. There's only pain. <laughs> and so I was like it could just be my physical discomfort and lack of sleep pain or an or, ongoing or it could be like an ongoing war thing of attrition. that we all regret
2: later yeah, and then yeah. i
0: have to talk about in therapy with them for years to come you got to you got to do the things sometimes i really do heed my mother's advice from long ago pick your battles busy pick, pick, pick your battles your battles
1: yeah and sometimes picking <laughs> so n- but no battles ever gina <laughs> gina's looking <laughs> Gina's like looking into the computer and she, I think Gina wants to go on your balcony. Gina needs to, Gina needs to cool it.
0: <laughs> Another <laughs> thing my mom used to say, Gina, you need to cool your jets. You need to cool your jets, Gina Lennetti. Oh cool my your gosh. Cool your jets. <laughs> uh, you want to know one thing that I did pack and is here with me in the... Tiny Casa Kismet. Is it your uh, uh crystal heating pad? It is my sauna blanket and my crystal heating mat and my red light mask for uh, higher dose.
1: All of I lo- it. I love that red light mask.
0: I love it too. It's so that good thing for your face. Puts me to sleep. Yeah, I know. Is Does that, that seem weird? weird? Like, I feel no, so, it's same.
1: I feel so relaxed when I put it on, and I'm just like Uh, just take it off and fall right asleep after. And I know it's great for your face, but I do love the side benefit of... Oh my God, Casey,
0: same. Yeah. It's my favorite way to like unwind. It actually, all of it like in combo really chills me out. And that's why I was like in this stressful time of moving. Yeah. Those are things that like, even though there's maybe not space for it here... I'm going to shove it under the bed
1: so so that
0: I can pull it out and experience the benefits of infrared and feel relaxed and grounded and rejuvenated. Yes. And it's pretty incredible. So higher dose is basically a -a one-of-a-kind at-home spa experience at the intersection of wellness and health and beauty. A lot of you have seen me laying on my you know, crystal heating pad and <laughs> using my higher dose sauna blanket yeah. where I wrap myself up and get to sweat it out. You
1: love heat so much. I do. I'm such you, I'm a little lizard. You're a little lizard and you love heat so much. And New York I know is just like it's a kind of cold that gets into your bones. And I know a lot it's of too you too cold for me. Yeah, I I know a lot of people who live in the Midwest are just so, you know, that like your skeleton is cold. And it is such a good feeling just to be able to wrap yourself up in this infrared sauna, heat blanket. It's whoo. It's, it's, it's such so a good feeling. Nice. Yes. And then besides that, it like, you know, the infrared therapy is known to support like glowing skin, deeper sleep. You have better moods. Um, your brain releases happy chemicals. So you feel like kind of euphoric after you have yeah, a boosted mood. Session. Yeah. Decreased bloat.
0: Like all of it. All of it. Yes. Yeah. We all want to look beautiful. We want to feel good. And you get it all here. So get your own sauna blanket, mat, red light mask today at higherdose.com. Use our promo code BEST at checkout to save 15% off. That's higherdose, D-O-S-E dot com, promo code BEST. Or just go to higherdose.com slash busy and you will save 15%. Visi 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 Vizzy Visi Ah Visi We love you Vizy
1: we love you, Vizzy. I've been seeing Vizzy everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. And people have been tagging us so much Yes, in Vizzy purchases on Instagram, which, which always makes me happy. I love it. We love Vizzy so much because a lot of times it's hard to make a choice when you're in the store and you're trying to decide between two things that are both saying they're the best and they both have great arguments for why they're the best. But with Vizzy, it's very simple. If you want something fizzy that has a little kick to it it's the first hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin c which is not something that everyone has so i want that vitamin c with my little hard seltzer i mean first of all
2: (laughs) do we
0: need to talk about the super fruit acerola cherry You know I love to talk about it. I do do too. And I had never heard about it until Vizzy came into my life. And now, I'm not even kidding you, it's become the new hot super fruit. I've seen it everywhere. I saw it in the airport. (laughs) The actual acerola cherry. Um, And so, Vizzy is the first hard seltzer to have dual fruit flavors and add the antioxidant vitamin C. It's, so delicious and bold. It's a hard seltzer with like the best flavors, pineapple, mango, black cherry lime, strawberry, kiwi, blueberry, pomegranate, papaya, passion fruit, watermelon, strawberry, blackberry, lemon, raspberry, tangerine. Vizzy also has a lemonade hard seltzer as well as a watermelon hard seltzer. And you know what? I am looking forward to the summer And I am looking forward to that watermelon hard seltzer. And until then, I'm just
1: going to drink it and pretend. (laughs) I'm a pineapple mango girl, but also a blackberry lemon is a mood for me. And yes, I 100% agree with you. The summer lemonade hard seltzer. And the watermelon hard seltzer. Can't go wrong for me. You can't go wrong. Very exciting.
0: Guys, I want you to step up your seltzer game with Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to com slash busy. That's Vizzy, V-I-Z-Z-Y, hard com slash busy, (laughs) B-U-S-Y. And to get updates on the latest flavor drops and more, sign up for the emails at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. You gotta be 21 and older to drink.
1: Obviously. So anyway, I interrupted you. What are you doing your best at this week? Besides Um, sleeping on the floor and not starting shit.
0: Oh, I did. I did have a moment, though, when I was on the floor, when I texted Mark and I was like, I could be one of those moms that like disappears. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just like, like, actually, guys,
1: I give up.
0: Like, I quit. (laughs) Like, that Where'd You Go Bernadette book that then was such a good book. And then it was like, I think, kind of a lousy movie. But I never saw the movie because everybody said it was lousy.
1: I didn't read it or see the movie. But I know it's very famous and people love it so much. I
0: really liked the book. But
1: I don't know. Yeah. The movie people were.
0: But then again, you know, I don't know. But so it's about a
1: mom who just disappears.
0: Yes. And they like, don't know
1: where she went. And interesting. It's just like, and she's fine. She just had to leave for,
0: (laughs) she just decided she had to go.
1: I feel like every mom probably has a moment. Every person probably has a moment where they feel like "I I gotta, I have some mom friends who are like
0: really good about like, Oh yeah. I'm on going on my girl's trip. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm like, I've only taken like one trip for myself in recent memory. And it was like, to like cry and scream for a week at the Hoffman <laughs> Institute. Like it wasn't exactly like lying on a beach with my gal pals ordering yeah. my ties. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't know. It feels like it's never ending. And it feels like, and I work so much and a lot of times and it's, and it's really, oh no, I'm going to get very real right now. Yeah. Do it. It's fucking hard. It's hard. It's hard because I work so much and I hustle so much and I have so many things. And then my kids love, you know, all of the benefits of these things that I do and hustle for and work for. they hate you doing the work. And they hate me doing the work and they question the validity of it. And, you know, because Birdie's smart and also can be a jerk, like, are mean about what it is at times, you know? And it's like, I can't, it feels sometimes, now this is just straight up therapy. I should really call my therapist, but it does, it does feel at times like I just cannot win. Cricket last night you know, we're on the East Coast now and like uh, sometimes like I have to have work calls with my agents or my lawyer or whatever. They're on the West Coast and it's like later in the evening. It's not during the day when my kids are at school. And, you know, Cricket wanted help with her Christmas present that we finally got into. When we were... (laughs) actually, when we were moving out of the apartment, maybe this yeah. is what I'm doing my best at. We were like packing up all this stuff and i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna bring that I'm bringing that three d toy printer that was advertised <laughs> to me on Instagram, and I bought for <laughs> cricket for Christmas um it was like on shark Tank and then it yeah. was like Instagram advertised to me before christmas purchased it, and we didn't open the box because like. You know, whatever. We just didn't it, get into you, it. Yeah, you just didn't. And I was like, I'm bringing it to the to Casa Kismet so that and we're gonna break into it. So over the weekend we were 3D printing like crazy. It's also yeah. it's like a very cool invention. I didn't see the yeah. shark tank that it was on, but it's like the stuff that it prints with is non-toxic and bio fully biodegradable. Oh, cool. So it's not like it's not like making
1: Plastic landfill junk. Yeah, it isn't right. What is it's it like, like pasta? It looks like pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I'm just guessing. What's non toxic and biodegradable and pasta? Where looks, my brain literally?
0: Went. It literally
1: looks like pasta.
0: Oh, I love that it. You put, it's so weird. <laughs> um, and they call it food. Um, anyway. So last night, Birdie's, you know, firmly ensconced in the bedroom. Sure. Mark was making. Using the kid, like making the kids breakfast for dinner in the kitchen, and also just like randomly complaining about like the lack of a spatula. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) this wasn't supposed to, I don't know what to tell you. This isn't like the family home. Right. This is like supposed to be, anyway, whatever. And I'm on this call with my agent Carol, who you know, who handles like my brand deals and endorsement things. And like, it's how I make. I mean, let's be real, most like living, most yeah. of my money, most of yeah. my living and like, and I love the brands that we talk about it. We do ads on this right. show, but like, I love the brands I work with. And when I'm get when I get offers on things or when she has inquiries about me, like I really talk it through with her and like, I right. have questions and it's like a whole thing because I want to make sure that like, it makes sense for me to do it. But at the same time, like I Neat. I want to do it because I. That is that's your my, a lot of my income, yeah. Yeah. you know. And I know that doesn't last forever. And so you know, anyway, on the phone, Cricket like had a question about the printer thing, and I was like, oh shit! I'm like, put uh, listening to Carol, put put the phone on mute, and I'm like, baby, I'm on a work call right now. It's only going to be like. Ten minutes, and then I'll help you with it. And Cricket, like, and and I, you know, did the thing where I was like, "Mark, can you help Cricks?" Because I'm like on this yeah. work call, and he's like, yeah. blah, blah. "Okay, fine." I don't even know what he said. <laughs> Go back to Carol. Gall, discuss some things. But I was like very distracted, and I feel yeah. like I wasn't even really making sense. <laughs> like I feel like I was like, yeah, yeah, because I was just like. Then I became aware that like Cricket had this need that wasn't being met and was feeling like alone and displaced. And I know what that's like because I feel displaced right now as well in this transitional moment in time. And I felt just like all of these things. And so, you know, Carol and I got off the phone and I went over to see if I could help Cricket. And she was like, no, it's fine. Yeah, I don't need your help. And I was like, "Buddy, what what was it? Let me help. Can I help you?" Put. She was like, "No, please, no, please leave." And it's so funny. I was on the phone with Jenny Connor on Sunday, like just a check in, FaceTime friend, yeah, yeah. call. And Cricket was talking, like, saying hi to Jenny, too. And Jenny was like, oh, my God, Busy. Do you even realize, like, how grown up her voice is now? Like, it's not the same kid. It's not the baby anymore. She's so grown up. And, like, it's so true. And she was clearly Like, last night, her feelings were hurt that I, like, didn't have the time for her in that moment when she needed me in that exact moment. You know what I mean? Right. And it's not even about, like, working parents know this. It's not even about, like kids need to learn patience and blah, blah, blah. Like, of course, of course, obviously they need to wait, have, uh, you know, delayed gratification for like marshmallows or whatever. But when it comes to like your mom, you want and you need your mom to like be there. And I just felt like such shit. And I'm like, I just can't win. I can't win. Like I didn't do a good job on my work call and I didn't do a good job parenting and I just felt like I was not I just felt like my best wasn't good enough I was doing my best and I felt like it wasn't measuring up it's not it's not it's not it's not good enough because like Cricket was honestly pretty upset with me for most of the evening finally at the end like softened a bit toward the end but I was just like Oh, and then... (sighs) It's embarrassing. I was trying to take a selfie in the kitchen by myself. Well, yeah, that's what a selfie is. But, like, with a self-timer. Yeah. But I didn't like the position of my leg. And so I, like, tried to move it. But I was, like, looking at the camera, not at where my leg was going. And I kicked a very full wine glass. (laughs) 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 And it landed and exploded in Gina's water bowl. (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) like, like when I say it exploded, I mean, it was like the craziest thing that I've seen. And thankfully, Gina didn't get like any glass in her fur or anything. She was on the ground, but not like directly next to her water bowl.
1: But she was so traumatized oh my god okay had water since (laughs) she's scared of her bowl
0: no she she ate she ate (laughs) breakfast this morning but I'm not okay wait so that happened and then I was like oh my god this is so embarrassing and also like I don't want anyone to know why I dropped that wine glass I was (laughs) like oh yeah just like you know me (laughs) like (laughs) dropped a wine (laughs) glass so I was like just not gonna you know tell the story but here we are And so then, and then, okay, so Gina is like shook. Gina is shook. And then I spent, like, I wanted to eat. I had heated up leftovers for myself to eat. Yeah. Like, Mark went out to meet his friends for dinner and drinks and stuff. So I was like, I was just heating up leftovers. It was hot. My food was hot. Yeah. And like, then that happened. And you can't just leave like... Shards of glass. Shattered glass and... Lambrusco and dog water all over <laughs> your kitchen. So I then spent like 20 minutes cleaning up all of the shards of glass, whatever. And I ate my lukewarm dinner and poured another glass of wine and enjoyed it. And then I was like, okay, Gina, like, let's go for a walk. And Gina was being so weird on the walk. And I was like, oh, God. Like I've really traumatized this dog. And trying to like basically like was like on the you know when dogs like get a scent for something yeah. and then yeah. it's just like ugh, you exhausting. Can't pull them along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't pull them along. And I was so I was like getting her to trot. But she kept like and there were lots of garbage bags because I guess today was one of the trash days, you know? Yeah. And she, But it wasn't the trash. It was like she was like trying to go under cars. I was like, what are you doing? Come on, dude. Let's just go. We keep going. We keep going. We keep going. And finally, I got like almost around the whole block. And she was pulling me so hard. And I was like so tired. And I just was like, I'm going to just maybe she has to poop. I'm like, sorry, buddy. You know, whatever. I'll use this opportunity to look at Instagram. But then like I open. I'm like standing there looking at my phone. She's pulling me. And I hear something, and I look back, and there is, like, a giant trash bag that is fully animated from within.
1: Oh, God!
0: Like, I don't know how many rats or how big (sighs) they were. But they were, it was terrifying. And that was what Gina was doing is like the rats were, the rats are probably like hiding under people's cars, right? She was like hunting rats. She was hunting, she was hunting rats. And, but then once the trash bag started to come to life, Gina again got like totally freaked out. And who wouldn't? Yes. And then was just like, yelp. Get out of there! And we both were like screaming and running away from
1: the rat bags. Oh my god! <laughs> That's so disgusting. The rat bags of New York City. The rat
2: bags of New York. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, listen. Look, New York does have mm-hmm. like a real, a real rat tastic rat problem, but also like I grew up in in the in the boondocks and we also had a real rat problem. So I can't, I can't um, throw any shade to New York about the, the rats. But I, mean, I have seen, they've been on like subways and stuff lately. I don't know. I mean, they feel very bold. They and, feel bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a boldness and that ever since uh pizza rat became famous, maybe he really, like, well, see, this is rats are just as susceptible to the influences of
0: media as the rest of us. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. They're the like the rats are watching. And they're on like Instagram. Yeah. And they're like, why? I could be a huge star
1: in Ratstagram. <laughs> <laughs> why am I not? Oh my God. Just poor Gina in the rat bags.
0: <laughs> poor Did I ever Gina, poor me.
1: Poor you. Did I ever tell you about the most New York thing that, I mean, you, I know you know about Heather Matarazzo and me and a rat falling between us when we met on the street. But also another time when <laughs> I was, <laughs> when I was leaving work at Watch What Happens Live, like we would go home at like one in the morning and they would send, very nicely send a car to take me home to Connecticut because they didn't want me like missing the last train it was out of town. was thoughtful
0: Andy Cohen thoughtful
1: very thoughtful also by the way Andy needs to be a guest on the show he's the last one of your bosses i know well i'll try i'll try. I'll, I'll ask and and see what happens but he's a busy guy so, he's but i said something to him about it and he was like yes i told casey
0: anytime and i was like well
1: i don't know if <laughs> okay, that's the I'll... message
0: that we've gotten but okay
1: i'll ask um but Okay, so the most New York thing is that I was um getting into my car to go home and literally slipped like people slip on like a banana peel in comedic movies and I thought mm. I was slipping on like some garbage like that no nope. it was a smashed rat. Gross. I slipped in a smashed rat on the streets of New York City getting into my car and then
2: Please um don't.
1: I didn't know what to do. I just got in the car, but then I like didn't want to put my foot down because it had like smashed rat on the bottom Mm. of it. And there was nothing to, there was nothing to like wipe it off with or anything. So I just wound up like, I couldn't like, I don't have the core strength to hold my leg up for an entire like hour long drive home. Yeah. Who would? So I just took off my shoe and threw it out the window on the highway. My favorite. sneaker. that's
0: if you ever see shoes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that is what happened. Yeah, I am mad at myself that I didn't just throw the other shoe. Yeah, what like were you thinking? Later. Why didn't you? What happened? I kept the other shoe That's on. Not acceptable. Babe. Which I guess I'm like, I I guess you i was were gonna hop, like, into, I'll the hop house? into my house on no. one shoe, no. but I should have just taken the other shoe off and thrown it immediately after. Um, so that like I guess maybe they could be like a rat some rat homes to like empty shoes or whatever, but um, yeah, that's no, my... they would
0: smell the death of their brethren,
1: yeah, it could and be they wouldn't go <laughs> near it, no they wouldn't <laughs> go near it, <laughs> maybe it could be a home for something else for some other vermin that lives near New York City. Ugh possums oh my god did you watch that tiktok that i posted probably <laughs> so much joy that possum that came in the
0: dog door yes and that it was like clutching her crystal oh in the windowsill and she that was like was a- i know you drop my fucking crystal you are going to drop my fucking crystal <laughs> and i was just thinking like i've had some possum interactions in my yeah. in my day we all know that, if a possum went for my crystals, I think I
1: would just be like, take it, sir. Take
0: it. It's yours. Take it. That have belongs it. to you now. Um, but that lady was fighting for her crystals and I loved it.
1: Um, <laughs> this is why I can't have a dog door because I know my house would just be full of raccoons and possums.
0: I would never have a dog door because it would just be full of like the intruders from home alone like i can't it's not that is not how my brain works no it's not
1: because your dog door would have to be pretty big it'd be stupid to have a dog door in new york city in a new york city apartment there's not i don't even
0: understand where that would even go to it wouldn't
1: yeah it wouldn't work so it's not even anything you have to worry about we're not
0: worrying about it no yeah um but that but that being said i would never had one anyway (laughs) um so anyway, so uh, among all the other insanity of the moving situation in the past, I can't believe it's a, a, been a week. I, I also we ha- we went out to this storage unit in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that housed all of our stuff. Yeah. From L.A. Yeah. And Tracy McCubbin, who like helps us, helps me organize for years. Yeah. uh, And who helped pack my house when we were here and sold it during the pandems. The panini. And Ray packed the house and shipped it all off and then now we're, like, getting ready. It's almost happening. This new house is almost happening. It's so close. It's so fucking close. It's just a few short weeks, and there's some spring break, and then there's the house, and then there's my knee surgery. It's all going to happen, guys. Anyway, um, but we were, like, in, you know, moving in New York City is a logistical nightmare. Let's just be honest. Oh, moving yeah. in the Holly Moving in the Hollywood Hills, not an easy feat, I will yeah. say. Like... Those streets are narrow. The trucks are big. There's lots of stairs. It's a whole thing, right? But New York is like hardcore, you know. Like, and you block a street with a moving truck. Like you're,
1: it's not great. It's not a great start in the neighborhood. No, no one likes to be. Yeah, Mm -mm. to be the person that blocked off the street.
0: So, Sarah Shatter, my longtime friend slash interior designer, Tracy. Ray, Mark and I had discussed that the best course of action would be to go to the storage unit and decide because we didn't get to do the thing when we moved. You didn't get to, right. No. We literally just were like, they packed the entire house and we shipped the entire house to the East Coast. Here's what I'm going to say. If you ever are going to move cross country, don't do that. (laughs) Which I did. And then we like have paid for it to be in storage. Yeah. For the better part of the last year and a half. Yeah. So um, we went there last week, the day after you left, I think. Yeah. And we went through all of the furniture and boxes of things. It was wild. (laughs) It was wild. It was truly wild wild and we had to deter like we basically decided what stuff was gonna it was like fuck Mary kill but like
2: with your stuff
0: you know what I mean like it was crazy and yeah like like there were because when I say there were it was like fuck Mary kill there were things that I was like send it immediately to Casa Kismet like you know like all of this, like, Busy Tonight memorabilia stuff yes. that, like, I haven't seen in years that I basically forgot about. My my note from Julia Roberts oh, in this frame. Look, Casey.
1: She sent those beautiful flowers. And the note.
0: Anyway, so, yeah. So, and then we decided, like, what stuff was going to go. Because you can't bring everything into New York City, you just
1: can't. There's no room. No, there's no, uh, to go from a house to like even two New York City apartments.
0: I had a. Let's be real. I had a very big house in Los Angeles. Yeah, you were there.
1: Yeah, there was I never lots even of room. went into certain parts of it. To be, you honest. never even met the cats. I never saw the cats, and I was there a lot. The cats, the cats, essentially
0: had their own like one-bedroom apartment. In yeah. my old, in my house in LA. Yeah, because they didn't want to, I know. Yeah, anyway. The point being, the house was big. And in addition to the house being big, filled with stuff. Yes. And you know, I love stuff. I'm the opposite yes. of Marie Kondo. I will always yeah. tell you that things bring me joy. Yeah. Uh, We had lots of storage as well. So yeah. there's just lots of stuff to go through. But we did it and we were, and I was like, fairly surprised at my ability to be like it's not even practical like I was like this thing means a lot to me yeah, and therefore needs to go here like this thing reminds me of some good things but like honestly please pack your knives and go
1: So you are like Marie Kondo. You've, well, you've I did.
0: I did it. I did a it. Kondo well, like was, state. I reached a condo like state only because only though also because it was so much shit. Yeah. Like so much. And with the kids stuff, I mean, now, guys, my parents at home listening. Imagine that a year and a half ago. Two years ago. Imagine that... No, a year and a half ago. Because it's been two years, almost exactly two years since the shutdown, yeah. right? So imagine a year and a half ago, you left for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then you never returned home. And uh, some of the kids, like, clothes we sent for and showed up. Yeah. And toys, like, we sent for and they showed up when we moved into the house that we ended up the renting original, for, like, a yeah. year. yeah, But a lot of their clothes and toys just stayed and then got packed up and put into storage. So now I'm looking at clothes that are like two sizes too small for either kid. Uh, And I'm like, there's no, but because I am me, I did have to dig through because I was like, but what if it's like a thing that's like very sentimental? Right. Right. Like I found this like Little jumpsuit of birdies that I was like, we have to keep those jumps. I have to keep this jumpsuit. Yeah. And this is the stuff that like my mom held on to for me that I love. Like I yes. love, yeah. I don't love when the boxes of trash Barbies would show up. You remember <laughs> I told you this? Like my mom would show up to LA with like a like, biz, I brought some of your old stuff. And I would open a box and it would just be like, barbies mixed with trash and like there'd be like mold (laughs) on some of the barbies heads because they were like you know submerged in a pool or something like oh my god i'm just saying like carefully saving but carefully saving yeah mementos like beloved toys like that kind of thing yeah is i think really sweet and nice when your kids are over over
1: my mom went- not over <laughs> when, when well, your kids are when your older kids older and they come over you can have my mom one time I th- she still has some of my stuff, but at some point, I don't know why she brought like a a prom dress, like a re- the cutest prom dress I ever had in my many proms that I attended. She just brought that and she was like, Oh, I thought you would want this. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like she probably just wanted that spot for something. And, um, she gave me this prom dress and I was like, Oh my God, it's so tiny first of all. But then also like, what am I going to do? You know, like I was like, um, and it was near Christmas time and I, didn't pay much attention to it but then all of a sudden like my older son like disappeared for a while and then he comes down the stairs wearing no. like work boots and the prom dress
2: that's and hilarious
1: he, he was like um oh I put it on in case you want to take a picture because you're never going to have a daughter that you can give it to that's <laughs> and really funny he was like I just thought you'd want to see I picked it up and it looked like it would fit so anyway here I am do you want to take a picture <laughs>
0: Oh, my sweet so this, God. So this, like,
1: wild picture of, like, 13-year-old Eli, by the way, in uh in my prom dress and, like, winter boots or something. I'm obsessed. I love it. But I have no idea where that prom dress is now, even though I do love it and wish it well wherever <sighs> it is. Well, bless you, prom dress.
0: <laughs> um, so you but went anyways, all so we, your stuff. Yeah, we did it. We did it. And we, like, there were, like, po- you know, just this stuff, like this. This stuff is going to the house, like the, you know, the yeah. new house. Yeah. This stuff is going to like, essentially we got, we sent it like up, upstate. Yeah. Um, And from there upstate, like I'll probably sell a bunch of stuff. Okay. And just like get rid of, a, I mean, and then there was just like the total donation, immediate, yeah. like just donation pile. Just parting ways. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean there are some things that like, yeah, I'm still like I don't quite know where it, where it goes. So I sent it, I sent it upstate, and yeah, and then I'll figure it out. You'll, figure but I figured it out. like upstate was a good place to for things to go where they could be. I could like end up. Sell- they have so many good like resale furniture, antique furniture yeah. places up there, yeah. and I can probably sell huh. a lot of stuff.
1: Wait, so. do you, is that the same storage that had the neon from Busy Tonight? I got it. Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It made it. It's, it's yeah. All... I wondered if
0: it should come to Casa Kismet. And then I was like, is that so weird? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I had that thought. I was yeah. like, should I hang it over the bed in Casa Kismet? Is that cute? And then I was yeah. like, or is that
1: insane? Hmm. Good question. It is well, a good question. Well, until there's a busy tonight museum where it'll go eventually, I suppose. Wait, you don't think that the Smithsonian's going to ask for it? <laughs> I think they probably will. They probably just, you don't, they probably felt weird huh, about it and weird. didn't know I, what your yeah, plans I mean, were for it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like—I would assume that the Smithsonian, but oh actually now that I think about it, maybe it should come into Cossack Hismet. I mean, at least
1: the Hey Guys one. Do you... Here's a question. I have both of them. Here's a behind-the-scenes trivia for Busy Phillips. Uh-oh. Birdie's on. <laughs> um. Uh-oh. Um, when... Do, for fans of Busy Tonight, remember that there was a, a neon in the, like, living area that said, Hey Guys. Mm-hmm. Were you aware that, like... Maybe two days before our first show, when they were putting the set together, they smashed that neon into a million pieces. Me? Was I yeah. aware of that? Yeah. Or did I successfully keep it a secret from you? The look on your face tells me that I successfully did not pass I, on. No,
0: I think I knew that. Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Everybody no, my felt face, so terrible. My face is because Emily BB just sent me a text that said there are 1.572712 people in the U.S. with the first name Elizabeth. There are 1,742 people in the U.S. with the last name Phillips, spelled like I spell it. There are eight people in the United States named Elizabeth Phillips. Why did Emily just send me this?
1: I don't know. It sounds I don't like- either. It sounds like some kind. It sounds like one of those things that the New York Times like puts up that you can like look weird shit up, like what your carbon footprint is. And it sounds I just like wrote she back. Just did interesting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's some behind the scenes uh, goss from Busy Tonight. Is that the neon almost didn't make it on the show because it got smashed? Everyone working on the set felt terrible, and mm-hmm. um if they couldn't make a new one in time, we would have had to put something else there for the first show because uh, it was a really big piece of real estate on the wall, mm-hmm. but they rushed and they made a new one and, and got it up on the wall in time. There you um, go. Well, now, now it's... And now it's in busy storage facility. Mm-mm. Oh, it's, it's... Upstate. Upstate. Got it, got it, got it.
0: Well, but maybe I should... Maybe, hey, maybe I should bring... Maybe, hey, guys, should
1: cast a kismet it. Maybe. I mean, that's a good idea. It's, I mean, you know, I think neon as home decor is still kind of cute.
0: I've been thinking about painting the bedroom or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's too what much. Do you think? What do you, what, I don't what know. are you thinking? I literally don't know. <laughs> Well, but anyway, so wait, what am I doing my best at? Okay, so yeah. I don't know. Just like keeping it cool.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I think we've talked a lot about what you're doing your best at. It's just been, yeah, a, you're right. it's been, it's been mm-hmm. a week and like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and mm-hmm. we're very lucky and we're feeling it. We're feeling the week. So, you know, much love, but just the fact that you had like basically 24 hours notice to get out of here
0: i don't mean to that, it, w- it wasn't that it was it wasn't that it was that i wasn't paying attention do you know what i mean well like, okay was i was being scheduled. i was being overly generous right to, to it was you to me no i just wasn't i wasn't paying attention because of the swedish travel and like yeah. then you were in town i just wasn't paying attention yeah. and i was like oh yeah yeah those the tracy's coming and the packers are coming and And then i was like oh we have to get out i have to get out yeah but here's what here's what talk about talk about terrible at packing (laughs) so i basically was like i can't deal like i just can't fucking deal and i had to go do this big photo shoot for girls five ever right oh my god yes and so i went to the photo shoot and tracy was like it's okay i'll like We'll do the rest of the house, and then we'll do your like your stuff last, yeah. so you can like get your clothes for essentially like I think it's going to be probably like a month, right? Uh-huh. Until the new houses, the new houses, so two Ready. months. No, 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 dude, no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> absolutely not, no. Okay, no, 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 no. We have a drop. We have a drop date. A, like a drop that's date. it. Date. Okay. Yeah, because also I I am still. Getting this knee surgery. Right, right. So, I basically have one week to move the family into a whole new house. And then get my knee surgery. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fun. So, okay. But so, I (sighs) pulled a bunch of clothes, packed a bunch of things, like, thinking I'm definitely, like, I, you know, I'm probably going to go, we're probably going... Back to the West Coast during spring break, right? Probably, like I know I'm going to South by Southwest. Here's what I didn't pack: what? Any like really, really warm coat? Right. <laughs> it right. was like like none of my puffer coats. It's, sure. It was 20 degrees yesterday. The like my Uggs to walk Gina didn't, didn't don't have that. I have two separate shoes that don't have pairs. Sure, because <laughs> you threw the other one out the window on the highway. I stepped on a rat and <laughs> threw it out the window. Um, yeah, like I don't have like boots. Like it's I have like my but, Nana packed for you, but I have, but I have literally. Like seven or eight different pairs of funky sneakers, <laughs> which is like not a shoe that
1: I particularly wear a lot. One but might like say just, that that's your true identity. If that's what you went for, maybe it's your I true identity. So. It's like a lot of like
0: funky colored sneakers.
1: You got to own it and be who you are and who, you're, who your um, subconscious is trying to tell you you are.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's who I am. <laughs> I guess. I just like I was like, what is this? What is this mess? Oh but man. It's really like the I'm really missing the boots, like the Ugg boots to walk Gina in the morning and at night because it's like so oppressive to put on yeah. actual shoes and you just want your feet to be cozy. Yeah, people. So I, are, I could also, yeah. by the way, well aware. I guess no I understand. I could just go on over to the Ugg store, pick up a pair. No, but you're trying not to do that. No, and it feels also doubly dumb yeah. because I have them. Yeah.
1: So and they're like
0: literally from the 90s.
1: Yeah. You're doing what, you know, women so often do, punishing yourself. you're you're gonna make yourself suffer (laughs) i'm gonna suffer until you get those uggs where you want them
0: god anyway so that's the story ish i guess
1: i don't know you're doing your best at a lot of things it just is so hard it's not for both of us we're not having like spectacular results (sighs) at the moment but who the fuck is i mean if
0: you if you are
1: that's I follow amazing. you on.
0: I follow you on Instagram. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been seeing. A lot of I was gonna say that is true. <laughs> I was started thinking about. I was like, who is? And then I was like, well, I was actually, like, oh, everyone, the, everyone I t- fucking
0: follow on Instagram. <laughs> off the top yeah, of my head, I can media. think of like six or God seven bless people. You. So happy for you, guys! Yes, so and, happy.
1: Yes, and Lord knows everyone has worked hard for their successes, but I sure as shit did not pull out a success this week. No, me neither. <laughs> I didn't even pull my dirty underwear out of a dirty suitcase. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I, well, yeah. I forgot a boot. (laughs) I packed Canadian. I I packed half (laughs) pairs of shoes. And (laughs) I don't know where, like, yeah. I mean, it's a,
1: well, it's fine. it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, guys. Let's say it again. It's fine, it's fine. And we also, if you only have half pairs of shoes, we see you. We get it. Shoes with no matches, shoes we with under- no
0: partners. We understand.
1: <laughs> we feel you. I've worn. Deeply. I've worn two different shoes to a thing before, so Aww, you know.
0: Remember when Cricket used to do that. <laughs> Do you remember when Krika was a yes. baby and she would yes. only wear mismatched shoes?
1: Aww. So cute. She's not a baby
0: anymore.
1: No, she's, she's a, a person of
0: feelings. She hates her mother. <laughs> she's she won't hit the always. age she she's won't hit it always. where she doesn't like me very much. Well, she thinks I'm sh- full of shit.
1: <laughs> she won't always, but you got along. 10 to 12 years ahead of you, maybe. Yeah, she's maybe to tricky. Not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. She's tricky. Hmm.
0: Birdie's like, the thing with Birdie, I have to be quiet because Birdie's here now, you know, taking over in their room. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing about Birdie is that Birdie's so, well, three things. Brilliant and verbal mm-hmm. and... Able to articulate their emotional state at every given moment. Yeah. So even if it's like painful as fuck, you know what's going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And cricket is like definitely like the sweetest little soul mm-hmm. who sometimes I'm just like, hello, what's going on in there? What are you thinking about? Like, what do you need? Right. What do you
1: want? What do you looking for in this moment and I can't tell to to some extent she's probably learned to seed her space correct to you know to bigger more pressing things that's I 100% can identify and I'm sure a million people can identify either themselves or seeing their own kids seed their space to someone else
0: yeah, you know, I
1: know, and it's like so, it's really hard to try to empower her
0: because then what it ends up looking like a lot of times is just parroting bad behavior as yeah. opposed to like really like explaining what's happening right, or trying right. to like figure out what's happening anyway.
1: Right, right. That's a tough one. But the good news okay. is, Cricket really is a sweetheart and the sweetest kid is. So Super, I think super emotionally intelligent and I think like um you know I not that your kids are like my kids but I always you know just go by like Lincoln was the same was always so quiet and so and he's become really good at like he's probably the best at all of us of like sharing his feelings and um and also getting other people like drawing other people out of their feelings so hopefully that's my hope for cricket because she is super smart and has like a super lovely heart she even really if she does was mad at you for a minute i know i, I know I <laughs> it know. happens it happens well oh, we should God. now that's yeah, been 47 home, hours yeah, we've been, you know, yeah. we should let everybody get going. But we love you guys so much. We love you. Thanks for being. Thanks for being here. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> thanking everyone for st- guys <laughs> really, But really, <laughs> just thank you. For <laughs> the amount out
0: of time, time we need to already talk. T- I'm already out. I'm not. <laughs> not even listening anymore. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, God. You guys, we love you. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't
2: know what I'm doing, but I'm doing my best.
0: Oh, no.